We would be honored if you would join us. Ojaba. Ojaba. Hello there. Hi. Hello. And welcome to Thule Squadron Radio. My name is Keithley. This is Jan. I am Steppy. And I am Aid. So, should we welcome our uh, new... Newly anointed... New new member for, um, of, of Thule Squadron Radio, our, our supreme leader of Twitch. Steppy? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so, glad to be on board. How, how how does it feel to all of a sudden be a host? Uh, I'm going to Disneyland. After this. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not. <laughs> I can't. You're winning can't at life. Yeah, it's a, oh. it's a great honor, and I'm just so grateful for you guys to have let me um, use your channel to uh, to start the sort of streaming because yeah. uh, I've been interested for a few months now to mm-hmm. see how streaming X-Wing is. Yeah. So I'm mm. just quite happy and uh, very grateful to you, to you guys. I mean, it was just amazing to have you on board. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. We've done a lot of work these uh, last few weeks. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, we really like streaming things as well. I mean, me and Ayat have been talking about it for a long time to stream more. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but we really haven't gotten the chance. We're probably gonna stream, stream a little bit more than that. Oh, as you can see, Haukon is in Seattle. If if you're watching the watching the stream, <laughs> he 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 was seen on the Twitch stream in the background there. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you guys yeah you can see a few loose pixels around but that's uh, some AMG artificial intelligence yeah. trying to edit them out yes. in real yeah. time but but it failed so yeah, so I, that's why he's there I mean, the it's in- supposed to be a secret yeah the intelligence is she doesn't want to remove that beautiful face <laughs> she had to overcome that yeah <laughs> so we would normally ask Stefan, the guest questions, but obviously he has yeah. already had the guest questions, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's been here a few times before. So, um, should we start the news? I mean, there are mainly just one big news this time around, right? Yes. There really is. There really is. Uh, it was the Atomic Mass Games news article. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, we actually got a little bit of extra news, uh, but we can talk to the talk about that when we get to the OP stuff. Yeah. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, um, 
but let's just get into it. I mean, uh, there were a lot of stupid people in chat. Yeah, wait, wait. I need to. I I wanted to wait. Yeah. You wanted to wait? No, no, okay. no, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> wait, yeah. I I. Uh, yeah, just keep on talking. I I I I need well, to. Well, keep on talking. Okay, editing sure. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well. That's the benefit of watching us live. Uh, we are also right now live on Twitch. Uh, very experimental. Um, there will be some a few visuals uh, for those watching, but uh, this is still an audio show. So, uh, but yeah. but a little bit. So uh, no, because uh, yeah, I have it right now. I, I I wanted to play a little little thing here. See, I'm gonna put it ooh. on. I'm gonna put it on. Yeah. Easily, you're going off script. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, it's the best part. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Atomic? Atomic, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't supposed oh to be God. that long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so anyway. Uh, let's go over. I mean, we uh, we were all there on the stream. We were yeah. there mostly for the reveal. Uh, I was hanging around with you with some of you guys on, on Discord, <laughs> yeah. and we were screaming while yeah. halfway listening because we were like, okay, get to the product. Yes. Uh, but if we just quickly you know get those things out of the way mm -hmm. then for 2021 there will still be ffg logos on the things coming out because they're already in production no surprises I really there. That's the reason. no really uh we also going to keep the ffg website until the mg is ready that's sort of the second half of the year which is uh, which is good we we still have the rules then i mean i i i downloaded all the rules and rules references and points and everything just to make sure, like in a panic. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, what's gonna happen? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, what could? What, how will I operate without the PDFs? Wait, I never opened them. Uh, <laughs> well, but but, I, but yeah, I sometimes have to. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the, rules PDF, the, the rules PDF is useful. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, <clears throat> then they announced that they will be doing uh, weekly live streams. Yeah. Uh, so actually, twice, twice weekly. Twice a week. Uh, one of them will be a painting thing. Probably yeah, I, I mostly around it. Legion, though. But there no, might be, the be some... Friday stream, right? Yeah, yeah it's think, probably. Yeah, I think think that's the Friday stream. Yeah. Yeah, and then a Wednesday Star Wars stream. So, but that's of course for all free games. But uh, but it's nice. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I mean. Uh, yeah. I generally like the stream they did. I mean, it wasn't much, but kind of answered most of the questions I had in mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, it it was fine. There has been, you know, some burp about, oh, it was not very professional looking. I was like, no, do you really want professional sleek marketing or do you just want... They get paid for this. Honest people, right? <laughs> I mean, come on. Um, we gotta use the peasant voice for this. I mean, it's so silly. Yeah. <laughs> Right. right. Uh, Where is anyway, my charge? Or no? Okay, that that was me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that, that that was that was Keithley. Only you. 
Well, calling to, for Jar Jar. Well, to be fair, Alex Davy, he he not not he didn't even hint of the Jar Jar. He actually said he he told people about the fans of General Jar Jar. Yeah. God, I mean, this is a this will eventually be just about as bad as uh, the World of Warcraft people will know the ghost crawler promised me a pony. <laughs> um, but but anyway, um, uh, March 18 to 20 <clears throat> is apparently like a mini stream mega event thing mm-hmm. uh, that they're going to have. So they pretty much promised big spoilers there. That is also... Uh, like a week before uh, the release of, of the next wave yep. that we're going to get into uh, yep. later. Um, then they talked a lot about OP, uh, including promising a big announcement on OP today. Which they did. Which they did. Well, and... it wasn't a big announcement. I mean, they didn't really say anything new, except they, no, they, they... they silent a few voices about uh, the... The world's invite that had already come. Yeah, they are so, going to fulfill that. Yeah, they basically said what they said on the stream about OP mm-hmm. mostly, yeah. and then uh, which includes No Worlds 2021, mm-hmm. since they can't do the the qualifying events. Nope. Uh, but they will. They do plan a Worlds in 2022, mm-hmm. and then in the article today they confirmed that uh, invites to Worlds 2020 will carry over yeah. for however long. It's, it takes to have another world. Yeah. But does that mean the winners will get a paid invite? They didn't say that. Ooh, 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 the plot thickens. The, right? the, the plot doesn't thicken. These the, the, <laughs> the winners are not those with the peasant voices, right? So No, obviously not. <laughs> it'll be fine. Yeah, it will be fine. Yeah, that's why it didn't say anything like that in the peasant voice. Right. And also, we don't have any of those on this podcast, so the winners. Well, is. not right now. I mean, Haukon has an invite, but he doesn't have a winner's invite. That's true. So, otherwise, uh, they intend to start uh, the store level back up in the second half of 2021, mm-hmm. possibly later, depending. Mm-hmm. Uh, they talked about some kits coming out. Um so that's sort of interesting. Uh, they also, in, in that regard, talk about sort of doing it a little AMG style with mm-hmm. different modes of play, focused on sort of narrative, fun on the store level. Yeah. They did also mention something about offering something free digitally. Ooh. Uh, I didn't... I. I, 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 I noted it down when they said it, but I hadn't really thought much about it. And I haven't actually heard other people talk about that, but I, I'm pretty sure it was in there. Perhaps I need to go back and listen to that stream again Isn't with, it just without, diff- without talking to UNAID at the same time. I'm, I'm guessing it will be like something uh, in the co-op, co-op thing, like uh, New Rocks yeah. or, or Gas Clouds or something in the co-op, like, like Hotak or something. Yeah, yeah, and it could also just be referring to, you know, the the solo play thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that will be free and be a digital product because yeah. you download it. Or it could be. I don't think they'll do digital tournaments, but let's see. No, um, I mean, what would they use TTS for it or Vassal? No, 
and and to be fair, all this we are saying now about OP was general OP, was not X Wing specific OP. But yeah. assuming when they say it like that, it probably is for everything. So mm-hmm. we don't know. Yeah. I mean, um, they did mention something that was probably for Legion, I think, about uh, you know, like one player has Vader, and then the others are trying to yeah, take him down or something uh, like that. Vader against Super the world. Vader. Vader, yeah. you know, so. So you know that you know that's obviously a very casual experience. So does that mean I can or AMG style? Does that mean I can get into Legion and just buy Vader and nothing else? Well, he comes with the uh, original kit, uh, the 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 big box that you buy first of all. Yeah, I don't want to buy that. I just want to buy Vader. No, no, I, I think they made an, an oh they made an alternative, alternative Vader. Yeah, yeah that, the, they did that for it, it, uh, Gen Con or something. Yeah, but they also made an operative uh, Vader that you can buy just solo. So, Ooh. you know, so, so. You feel free. Knock yourself out. I'm playing Legion. Yeah, what do you have? Vader. Mm-hmm. What else? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I'm playing Vader. <laughs> that's that's kind of cool. But, uh, yeah. yeah. So, but but that translated into X-Wing would probably be, you know, I don't know, Trench Run you know, PDFs that they print out with some guiding yeah. like that. Yeah. I actually think that being really narrative with X Wing in like a store kit mm-hmm. is very hard because unless if you want to be narrative you almost have to restrict it to like two factions of the same time yeah. period and then possibly with scum thrown in. Yeah. Um so a lot of people are just going to be sad if it's like First Order versus Resistance or, you know, mm-hmm. Republic versus Separatists yeah. or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's something uh, we'll need to work on. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I'm really interested to see what they do. I uh, personally like the, uh, the filthy casual style of the hobby as well as the competitive side. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. So, so very interesting and and I actually think there's a lot of the competitive player that if they had you know if it was socially accepted mm-hmm. uh they would could could really get into the casual side as well yeah uh but but when they when everything is tournaments and qualifiers and da 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 mm-hmm. then you don't have time to be a casual no no um I mean you, so, you yeah you have obviously just a limited amount of time to play and then you Sometimes you have to pick and choose. I like I, I really want to get more into like Hotak or, or those narrative events, but or it just narrative play. But I have such a limited amount to time to actually yeah. play and practice. Yes, that, yeah. That I tend just yeah, to yeah. go to. And it is a full evening, right? The two hundred six. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> the The ironic thing is that in order to run Hotak and some of these other things, you mm-hmm. need quite an extensive ship collection of the faction you are playing against in that campaign. So yeah. for Hotak and Imperial collection. Yeah, well, that's not, uh, that's not that, an issue that here. Prob- <laughs> yeah, no, no, but it's probably not something that uh, the new newer players have. No. Uh, because otherwise it's a great place to start, especially mm-hmm. if you play alongside uh, experienced players. Mm-hmm. Because since you're now on their team, they will give you all sorts of very practical advice. Yeah. Uh, sort of very on sort of in this game situation it would be really smart to do this because it's yeah. smart um so i mean i learned a lot from doing stuff like that yeah anyway um what else uh 
basically at the same time as they said we're going to put our own flair on OP, they also said we will continue OP as FFG did. Uh, so, yeah. Yep. Okay, but uh, and then if we go into X-Wing, there was a few specific things, like we're not going to do 3.0, not big surprise. Mm -hmm. uh, they talked about exploring co-op. Uh, they talk about uh, the points update, keeping on their schedule, or at least on a schedule. Uh, but it sounded like they would keep the one that was there. Um, and they also uh, talked about opening up a rules forum uh, starting with Legion, but eventually following up with X-Wing. Mm -hmm. So hopefully this means, you know, that we don't need to have an, an unofficial uh, rules supplement, uh, but everything can be official. Yeah. I mean, and then I think we get to the announcement, unless anybody has something to add. Let's no. do no. Okay. So, on March 26, we are going to get free squadron packs. And let me just, if I click here, doop. Yay, it works, I think. Yeah. Um, so, the first of these is the Phoenix Cell Squadron Pack. I mean, all these were spoiled uh, by uh, both... Uh, something something European supplier but also by Lion Ramparts mm -hmm. uh, late last year and I think we in a previous episode speculated on these so uh, we got the A-Wing part right yeah so what do we have here what do we have yeah <laughs> Yep. What we can see, uh, what was spoiled is Hera, an I six pilot in the B wing, mm -hmm. and got the lovely paint job from the Rebels uh, cartoon. Yeah, and um, mm -hmm. it doesn't retain her her normal pilot ability. She's got a new one. And it re reads, uh, while another friendly ship at range one to two defense or performs an attack, you may transfer one of your focus tokens, evade tokens, or locks to that ship. Yep. Other yeah. normal beaming stats. Yeah, it will be quite, uh, it will be interesting, I think. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, it's not. I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, it, but I think B-Wing is perhaps not the ship that, in general, benefits the most from high initiative. No, probably not. But but no, but her own... only in regards to actually initiative killing stuff. Yeah, but actually mating arcs or, uh, you know, maybe with regards to what actions to take, whether it be defensive or offensive. Mm -hmm. So uh, maybe, I mean Hera at six with Wets at six, they could uh, potentially do some real <clears throat> damage uh, with a double tapping of the B wing and Wets doing Wets things. Mm -hmm. There's something to be explored for sure. Yeah, I mean, but her ability is also very good for a high initiative. Mm, but yeah, um, I'm thinking about this. I, I mean. 
if you're, uh, you know, giving away your tokens, I'm what kind of, uh, I mean, I, I mean, it lead, leads me to believe that there will be some way of token stacking on and be. Yeah, but you can also say um, you're a high initiative, you shoot, you don't need to use that token and you can give it away yeah. then. Yeah, yeah, sure. <clears throat> you if can also fly lock... you can also fly her with uh, like Jake. So you can target lock, get a focus mm -hmm. from Jake, and you need, you need to lock, you need to focus somewhere else or, or your lock to someone else. Sure, sure. But if you're doing the uh, viewing cannon double tapping, <clears throat> you are using your lock. True. True. So, so um it it's it's limited in some way, but offers some possibilities. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's super thematic for Hera. I mean, she's always there to help, and mm -hmm. this is Absolutely. a really, it's like a core rebel ability, this, and I'm sure that there will be found a use for it. Um, the timing window is really, really good. Yeah. Um, and there might actually be some config for a bleed wing config. Yeah, just, uh, I just, mean, if you see that ship in Rebels, it, yeah. it's, it, bas it's, it's, it basically kills a cruiser in one shot, which, yeah. like a big one, like the same that Moff Gideon has in, exactly. the, in, in Mando. So mm. It might be something like adding a red dice or something to the shot. Yeah, it's... Uh, like a crew or a gunner. <clears throat> e E2 uh, config from... Uh, not a config, but a mod in the 1.0 added a cruise law. Yeah, I mean, in the um, uh, in the Rebels thing, I actually think there was a part at the other end where Sabine mm. was sitting, maybe? Yeah. Or at least it was Sabine who modified the ship. Yeah, so, there, there, uh, was, there was a gunner, gunner part. Yeah, so she did something, and there was a comment about, you know, <laughs> never get between a Mandalorian and a weapons package. So, <laughs> I mean, it could either be the title Blade Wing, which yeah. I think it was called, or it could be, you know, Mandalorian weapons package. Uh, I'm pretty sure it would be unique. Um, yeah. But uh, but I think there's, there's some potential there. Uh, it could also be a unique cannon that takes two cannon slots and... You know, if you shoot it in max overpower mode, you can't shoot for two turns or, yeah. or something. Yeah, and but still, hey, it, you were talking about, uh, or and you, Jan, about the i6 not really helpful on on B wings, but it still is. You have a reposition. You have that better roll. So it yeah. is. It is good to have be an i6. I'm not sure uh, Hera will be more expensive than some of the other B wings. Braylon, for example, I, I still think Braylon's ability is better than this. Oh, yeah. So, maybe but, about the same price as her? I, don't I mean, know. You, ha you have to put this ship into the perspective of the actual faction that it's going in, which is the Rebels. And Rebels never really had any aces, real aces, pure aces, or mm -hmm. repositioning, dodging your eyes, uh, mm -hmm. arc of i6 aces yeah they are off the line of group synergy uh punching hard defending each other 
and an I6 with the talent slot with swarm tactics and pressing token. It's very thematic to the uh, to the faction, and uh, there's definitely something there to be explored when we get the points and see what else gets uh, released with this pack. Yeah, I mean, the more I think of it, I get get more and more excited about it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, Jack Christian in the chat is uh, saying, I guess the timing of Hera's ability is such that you can give away a target lock to allow another ship to fire a proton torpedo. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, I, I would think so as well. Uh, it depends a little bit. I mean, this while timing window is yeah, a with... little bit unclear, but I, oh, yeah. I, I think it's the entire uh, per, well, the entire perform attack step, yeah. which attack. starts with choosing weapon. So, mm -hmm. I guess. So usually, so, when we see while, it's logically like the dice modification steps. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's because that's what most cards do. Like mm -hmm. predator says while, exactly. and it, that predator doesn't make sense in the choose weapon phase, right? So, no. but it so, might, yeah. might need some. Uh, rules clarification on this, though. At the very Possible. least, if it, at the very yeah. least, if it doesn't work like that, then while would certainly cover. You know, you have a big shot coming up. You you draw a complete blank. Yeah. Oh, Hera to the rescue with her lock and woo. Exactly. You know. Yeah. 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 The, so, because the other effect is it while is also very late, so you yeah. don't have to transfer the focus until you've seen whether mm -hmm. you can actually use it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think that way you can get, you know, obviously you don't get more than one focus token out of it, but no. you can effectively get more than one token out of it because there's a lot of times where you don't need it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, and if she has both the focus and the, and the target lock, for example, you can roll yeah. with another ship and just decide afterwards, do I need the focus or do I need the target lock? I mean, this is a really flexible ability. And that I6, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's perfect, I think. Yeah. If, if you stay in formation, there's no reason. You mean, Jake can put it there? Mm -hmm. Because, let's face it, Jake is still going to be there. He's like rebel building block number one. Mm -hmm. uh, he can put it there, and then essentially whoever needs it can, can take it when they need it. Yeah. Um, so... This is actually... It, if, if you fly Hera with uh, Swarm Tactics, if you're able to put a talent on her, and then Garvin is on her, on her, you know, like uh, three o'clock as her wingman, mm -hmm. and uh, he takes a focus and uh, gets to shoot at six. Hera gives her the target lock if he needs it, and when he's done shooting, he can eat the focus token back to Hera. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's all kinds of yeah, stuff. Yeah, and and even even if Hera only took a focus, then. Yeah. Uh, then perhaps Garvin takes a lock, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, so and then whenever Garvin needs it, whether he used the lock or not, he gets the focus from Hera, then he mm -hmm. spends it, then he gives it right back to Hera, and then Hera can yeah. give it to somebody else. Yeah. She can be like focus uh, distribution central. Mm -hmm. It reminds... It, it It's a lot like the ability of uh, Isig, uh, whatever he's called, the K-Wing. Isigi to get to... Yeah. yeah. Which is like absolutely, I think, a, a component that we haven't really seen much. Mm -hmm. But in theory, like you take him, you put perceptive co pilot on him, mm -hmm. and 
if you fly that in a four ship build, you probably have all the focus tokens you'll need. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At least for offense, right? Mm -hmm. And then yeah. all the other ships can just take target locks and then mm -hmm. you are fully modded all day. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know why we haven't seen that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's hard to keep information. No, no. It's, it's because uh, uh, Ezeki with a uh, perceptive co pilot is at 52 points, which is a lot when you have to build them with uh, maybe bombs or. or or uh, missiles or torps as well. Yeah, yeah, true. And especially because in in a lot of squads you can uh, you can get to the same point by just you know putting in a thirty four point Jake. But this yeah. is a different kind of action on action economy that we've seen. I mean, this is not yeah. adding an action. No, this is I'm just bit... you're just yeah. giving away yeah, if you don't need it. it. Yeah, it's it's efficiency. But without adding actions. Yeah, true. yeah it, it's kind of like the uh, droid sharing calculate thing. Uh, yeah, I know. In a way, in, in a way, way. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think it's very, very rebel. This is it uh, is, right. It is, it is totally really. aligned with sort of the faction identity, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, but uh, we will all look forward to Hera. I really look forward to all the things that have not yet been spoiled from, especially this pack. Yeah, uh, but I gotta say, I, I I think the models look very, very good. Oh yeah, uh, I mean, I generally I just, don't yeah, like the Rebel A wing. I think he's too big and bulky. Which is, I I I love the Resistance ones. It's much more sleeker. But I just realized the uh, I three uh, multi uh, multi crow pilot Kyle Katarn. He can of course stack tokens and pass. Focus tokens as well, so you yeah. double the Hera, and then Hera can, you know, pass off a focus token back to him if it if nobody uses it. Yeah, but he stacks them, so yeah, he can stack them and keep yeah, them yeah, to the rounds. But it's actually quite smart because if he's the last in your shot in in your squad yeah. to shoot, which mm -hmm. is not unlikely in like a four or five ship build, mm -hmm. yeah. then as Ed said, Hera can give the token back to him whether he needs it or not because mm -hmm. he yeah. can keep it for the next round. Yeah. Uh, so I like I like that Cindy. Okay, yeah. but let's uh, we have let's... five more ships. So uh, yep. let's try to move on to the A wings. Uh, here we see uh, a young wedge. Yes. I uh, four. Yep. I would assume he just keeps his ability. Um, yeah, that would be a great ability for an A wing. Yeah, maybe they restrict it to primary only. Uh, maybe. I mean. Wedge with proton rockets. Nah, it'll probably be fine to be fair. Yeah. yeah. And then I think I know Sabine freaking Ren, right? Yeah. Uh if she keeps her ability, she can, <laughs> nice. you know, like activate hmm. barrel roll boost, make a blue, yeah. uh hard to yeah. focus. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but or if she's the yeah. It's still it's still probably okay at I three. I'm sure it's I I'm sure it's okay. She's still yeah. just an A wing. Um, yeah. yeah, and then I I three. So if if you have an I four or higher, I mean you you can still kind of follow her. Yeah, ish. It's it's gonna be hard, but that's okay. It's okay to have a super maneuverable I three. Yeah. I think she will also be hard to kill. I mean, it will probably be, become relevant to run Debris Gambit on her again. Mm -hmm. uh, because then she yeah. can... Yeah. Debris Gambit and something else. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, if she gets two time slots, that's not. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if if non dedicated A wing pilots get that. We'll see. Um, but also, I mean, we can probably assume that there will be uh, other pilots there. I mean, if you look at Rebels, which is clearly the source material for at least all these three. Hera. And we yeah. have we see both Hera, Ezra, and Ahsoka fly mm -hmm. A wings. Mm -hmm. right. I'm actually not sure about Ahsoka, but maybe. Uh, but we also see them alongside Wedge. They also uh, rescue uh, Poppy, mm -hmm. um, yeah. who we also hear mentioned in Empire Strikes Back. But I'm not yeah. sure if we actually see him. Uh, so he could also be there in an A wing. Um, and certainly Hera in an A-Wing. Of course, Hobby used to be an X-Wing pilot in 1.0, where he would gain stress to give his uh, his target uh, A-stress while, uh, while uh, doing an uh, attack. Yeah, and as, as Chad remarks, I mean, if we get Ahsoka, A-Wing with a Force, or even Ezra, A-Wing with a Force, that would be really good. Yeah, but I doubt we'll see Ahsoka in an A-Wing. I mean, she's not. Ah, okay. really but it'll are... be fine. I mean, okay, but let, let's flip it around then. Um, look at Ezra's pilot ability. It's like, I like to be stressed, but all the ships we've seen him in so far are not that good at clearing stress. Mm -hmm. The A wings are going to be stressed all the freaking time. Yeah. Uh, so he would be perfect in an A wing. Mm -hmm. Yes. But probably still, you know, what is he, I3 normally, or four, something like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But what uh, about if we, if we get a Hera yeah, in an A-Wing? We, we super don't want an I-6 with her ability. In oh, that was with her <laughs> with her ghost ability? Yeah. Ah, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> like you can see, I mean, they changed up the ability. In oh, the sorry. I-5. She's, she's an I-5 in the, with her, in the ghost. I-6. And a shuttle and the shuttle be no, but what if she what if she had the same ability as this B wing ability, uh, but I six in an A wing? Wouldn't that be? I mean, it wouldn't be you know worryingly broken. No, not that. No, but it would be good, and it would be an I six A wing, and we all want that. Yeah, but I was I was talking about the VCX where you where she's allowed just to change her dial. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hard out on doing that in an A-wing. Yeah, give it to me. That's way too much blue. It's like I will, I will two turn that way, two turn that way, or five straight. Yeah. You don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A, a seventy point A-wing. <laughs> yeah. This Base. is weird. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that would be stupid. Mm. Okay, and then finally, I mean, the most, the obvious thing that could also come as a sort of like a Rebel A-Wing fix. I hope the pilots will be the Rebel A-Wing fix, but there had been some talk about maybe the Rebels actually also had these, I don't know if they were called RC-2s, but the ability to rotate the, the guns. Yeah, they did. Uh, I yeah. don't, I mean, it would thematically be a little bit weird to put them here because this is like early Rebellion and they mm -hmm. surely didn't have the the experimental RC-2 or whatever no, you called no, it no. Uh, there, right? But, eh. But but if they put it in, I mean, again, they could just pivot and say, well, this is like single or double unique, so you're not gonna gonna swarm it. But mm -hmm. 
but you can make Jake happy. I don't know. Very, very happy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but uh, let's move along. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to try to... to... And... Boop. To the Sky Strike Academy. Yeah, again, out of Rebels. Um, yep. This is actually where they rescued um, uh, Wedge, Hobby, mm-hmm. and let's say they, they that was also a third guy, but he didn't yeah. make it. Spoilers. <laughs> true, true. Um, but Sky Strike was actually not associated with uh, the Defender. They were. It was mostly normal Tie Fighters that they flew. Mm. Yeah. So don't get your hopes up for seeing an Imperial wedge in an interceptor or something. Yeah, but I, I gotta gotta say something. You you're right here. Stry Strike Academy Squadron Pack. Oh say? my God! I yeah. that it's not even there. You are you know you are clearly mistaken. <laughs> Check your eyes. <laughs> um, I see it too. Maybe it's just Icelandic guys, right? Um, <laughs> Anyways, but check out the paint job there. Oh, I love it. Look, I, it's I, perfect. It's correct now. Yeah, I love the it's yellow. It's always been correct. Yellow pro- <laughs> prototype defender. Yeah, so this is uh, Volskaris. I, I got here. Why do I have to own two more interceptors? <clears throat> You can never have enough interceptors. No. I it's know. the best ship in the game. Or at least the prettiest or something. Um, but no, Vault Scaris here is the uh, is the Sky Strike Academy sort of, I don't know if he's the commander or the sort of lead teacher guy. Um, yeah, wasn't he the guy that flew the Defender in, in Rebels? He later joined uh, Fraun's uh, Thai Defender Elite program mm. and lost the lost the Defender prototype fighting Hera. Yeah, Hera was in the next wing at that time, though. Mm. Uh, Why was he? It is. Uh, I think it's the end of season three. Yeah. I want to say. Um, when she's rolled in, in uh, what under the bridge of the Star Destroyer. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, and the, the 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 Star Destroyer was like trying to make him pull off so they could shoot her, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but then they just shot anyway, and he got ionized or something. I don't remember. Um, but I mean, the Defender is depicted as a real beast in Rebels, like yeah, almost yeah. invincible. Yeah. Um, and they, need, they also they kind of needed a, needed a whole army just to defeat this one ship. Yeah. So well, well, it's kind of depicted that way in the original Tie Fighter video game. As well. Yeah, exactly. I and mean, and I mean, also just in the game X Wing. I mean, it's no yeah. pushover in X Wing. That's for sure. Yeah. No, I mean you can uh, only fit two of them in a squad, max. But. I'm actually going to make a comment. Why is it that in reality, mm-hmm. then you make a prototype and then mm-hmm. you learn from that and then you make the real thing and the real thing is better than the prototype? But in Star Wars, the prototypes are always stronger. <laughs> I mean, look at the B-Wing prototype we just talked about. Well, the B-Wing uh-huh. is different. It's more of a fighter. Uh-huh. No, no, no. 
became I, I more think you're vibrant. looking at this wrong. I, I think you have to compare it to like concept cars. Look at what we can do, but it's not cost effective. Yeah, yeah. Especially okay, I'll, for I'll, especially I'll for Empire. That. For Empire. That's mm -hmm. definitely the case. Mm. Yeah, it may also be that that B-wing only work if you have a Sabine in the co-co-pilot seat. I I don't know. Possible. Mm. Yeah. Okay, but anyway, we could see again like a Tie Defender Elite because yeah. that's how they continuously reference that ship in Rebels. Yeah. Uh, that just boosts the Tie Fighter. Uh, they could be inspired by the old Tie D title. Mm -hmm. That that's a double tap or something. Uh, more shields. Um. You know, whenever you move speed for your faster regen shield, oh, I'm, sure will, I'm sure it will be fine and balanced. <laughs> Do double uh, tapping defender. Mm -hmm. But oh actually, God. another thing I thought of was what you could do with these titles, and with these, I mean, both the tight defender elite and potentially this blade wing title, mm -hmm. is a way to say, well, they are just prototypes, and by at at the time they existed, only those existed was yeah. That if you bring them, you cannot bring any other pilots of that chassis. No. So not only are they limited, you also by bringing them, you're saying, okay, now I'm making, now I can only bring one defender of any type. Mm -hmm. And the same could go for the B-wing. Yeah. I'm not sure if it would actually be restrictive and interesting, but it's a, it could be a thing. It would probably sure. not be restricted, at least for the tight defender, maybe for the B-wing. Yeah, 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 but they only had one of the elite. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they build uh, no, another no, one later. Keith is talking about if you're actually list building, that would actually matter if you're list building with a B one. Oh, okay, yeah, that was one that's what I mean. B yeah. one, but mm -hmm. not really with the defender. No. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you know, if there's some broken title, you just put two of them on deltas and then some third ship and that's Imperial squad building with defenders for you yeah but it, you don't have much space when you when you build put something on a defender or even two defenders you you don't have space for much else not. no true okay um but interesting let's mm -hmm. uh if we look at the interceptors mm -hmm. we get another i6 yep. uh sienna re Yep. Uh, which, for those who did not read Lost Stars, is uh, the old lost love of uh, Thane Kyrell. Yeah. Um, what would her pilot ability be? Crew uh, or something like it? Maybe I would say, I mean, at least if they stay true to what Sienna is about, then she is like, um, I don't want to call her a true believer. In, in the Empire because she's not really uh, she sworn an oath and she's very loyal to her oath but she <laughs> always cared about the other Imperials she had mm -hmm. friends mm -hmm. uh, like Lieutenant Sai and Thane and yeah. a few others so uh, I think it would be something about helping other ships and that's very well reflected in her crew card I mean so they could just let her do that for herself or make her I'm take a stress token to rotate. Yeah. I'm 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 thinking about something in in the likings of, of what Jay can do, but instead of giving away focus token, you can 
just wait, after you move you can you can give another ship a boost or a barrel action or something okay so like a better version of what is that the worst pilot we've ever seen in the game uh swoop yeah in the torrent mm-hmm you know yeah, the one but, that have an average performance of three percent. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> but this is obviously an i six interceptor. <laughs> interceptor. So her pilot um, ability can be blank, right? She they yeah. can go with like a sort of seven level uh, pilot yeah. ability on and, her, and it will still be great. And if she's giving away free boosts, then I'm going to be stapling her right next to my Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah. Well, you might need to have the action mm, on on your true. pilot. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll be stapling her right next to my Suntir Val. Vader, <laughs> Suntir, Sienna. Or just boost the boost. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Order 666. Six, 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 six. Here yeah. we go. Yep. Uh, this, but, this, is, um, this is our name before someone uses it, <laughs> right? Ha- yeah. Have any of you... Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, we came up with it already during the stream. I'm sure we were first. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody else could th- think of this. No. We are unique snowflakes. Yes. <laughs> uh, have any of you read Lost Stars? No. 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 Okay. There is a fantastic scene where after just after the destruction of the Death Star, it's a very interesting book because mm-hmm. it starts sort of chronologically before okay. A New Hope. Okay. And it ends around the Battle of Jakku. Okay. And then you follow Sienna Ree and Thane Carell, who grew up on the same planet and were childhood friends. Battle of Jakku. Yeah, yeah. It's all it's, that. Uh, wow. It's all the way, right? Wow. And and they and they so they uh, you know meet Tarkin and at a like at a very young age when mm-hmm. the when they celebrate Empire Day or something on their planet and mm-hmm. then it just goes and goes and goes. They eventually join the Imperial Academy together. They are the best in the class. They're competing, but they also uh, maybe a little bit of love and there's a little bit of Starcrest lovers going on and. Mm-hmm. Then you begin to experience a lot of the events of the movie, but from the perspective of one of them. Oh, nice. so, that is so interesting. Yeah. So she was on uh, the executor when the bounty hunters came in um, in Empire Strikes Back, and there's some few comments on that. Oh well, now Vader is coming back from that Cloud City place, and mm-hmm. uh, she had just left the Death Star when, and so had Thane Carell when they blew it, and. There's all this, and after the Death Star, Thane defects, and she hides it, and then they, they have their night of passion, and mm-hmm. and it, it's it, it sort of, sort of springs along, and they end up on each side of the conflict, um, and it's a it's a very interesting book. But the the scene I wanted to to call in that means a lot next week is that after, uh, the Battle of Yavin, yeah, uh, it is actually Sienna and Lieutenant Sai, she's also from that book, uh, who is sent out in a Lambda shuttle to mm-hmm. recover Vader. <laughs> and Sienna never met him before. And he just comes in, he looks at him like, go in the back, and then he goes up and flies it. So we should canonically have Vader in a Lambda shuttle as well. Yeah. Ooh. I gotta say, well, no. <laughs> I, I, I really like having a Star Wars book encyclopedia enthusiastic guy on the show. <laughs> it's really good. I, I like it. So thank you, Jan. We can, we, can, we can do a book review section or something. I don't know. 
I will need to prepare because otherwise I'll be rambling on for forty minutes. So, like so what, what you're saying? We should we should start a book club and and have a open book meeting once a month. Maybe. Maybe, maybe we keep, we can get a guest slot at Ken Cantina. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay, but Kisley, oh. uh, uh, talk about Gideon Hask. Oh, Gideon Hask, an I four interceptor. While we perform an attack against the damage defender, roll one additional attack die. Yeah, that sounds familiar. But that this time, familiar. it's he comes with three reds. Yeah, that's so bad. This is <sighs> just Fenral in an interceptor. I'm really in surprised. Way, yes. Wait Sorry? a minute. Why do they call him Inferno too? Because he was he was in the Inferno Squadron. But he never flew, he never flew an interceptor while he was actually in Inferno Squadron. Mm-mm. True, he was. Well, <laughs> no. Well, not necessarily. I mean, he was the sole member of the Inferno Squadron. Left. Everybody mm-hmm. else had left, right? But, but I mean. I mean, Isn't it he was the he was he was the only one who stayed with the empire. Yeah, but even if 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 you have the same pilot on, on multiple ships, don't they usually have different titles? No, they don't. All the ghost things are called the same. Uh, ah, okay, it'll be fine. I think it's weird. Uh, we will come to it uh, later when we review. Uh... Oh yeah, that's true. That was an un- <laughs> unintentional foresight there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, what else could we see in this pack? I mean, we do have, uh, as far as I know, I actually haven't seen it. But in Jedi Fallen Order, the video game, mm-hmm. there is apparently uh, an Inquisitor called Second Sister who flies an interceptor. Yeah. Interceptor with force. Yeah. No, please don't. Yeah. It, it, no, interceptor. if it's just going to be one or two force. One force wouldn't that be you know, and priced appropriately? Yeah. It'll be fine. Uh, and if she keeps her pilot ability, then it's basically an interceptor with two force and uh, a possible crack shot. If she's still no, no, because it's not seventh. It's not seventh sister. It's, this it's is second. second sister. Oh, second sister. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we we we've never seen her outside that game, so we don't know okay. what she can do. Oh no, but I mean, oh Jesus, can you imagine like fifth brother or seventh sister in? Uh, <laughs> In an instant, that would be yummy. Fifth brother, man. Ooh. You, should... you have you, you do have a three dice gun, so no homie missile needed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's a it's a good thing we we're not recording this via video because uh, you would see the the shit eating grin I have just thinking <laughs> about those pilots in the, on yeah. the center. <laughs> okay. Um... Oh uh, yeah. I, I, no, I find it a little bit amusing. You did, you had regards when we were talking about force on A wings and uh, uh, but when it comes to interceptors, yeah, let's do that. I'm all yeah. in. Hell yeah! yeah. Because uh, people is... people generally don't like terrorists. <laughs> oh. Okay, check that. Speaking <laughs> of terrorists, and thank you for the segue, Gisley. Uh <laughs> Since you are a resident scum expert. Me? Why don't you lead on this one? Yeah, you're the only one who plays scum here. Um, yeah, fugitive and collaborators squadron pack. 
Yeah. We are getting two B-Wings and a Hawk. Two Y-Wings. 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 Y-Wings, sorry, not B-Wings. Scum B-Wings. I am in. B-Wings with oh, Elizabeth Watts. Y-wing. What can go wrong? Okay. If, well, if, if we if haven't seen a Hawk in... We haven't seen a Hawk in 2.0 yet. No. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, Scum is actually getting a new-ish ship. I mean... Yeah. I think it's a good fit for a squadron pack because Hawk is like one of those ships where, I mean, unless you're a silly person, you probably only need one. Yeah. I mean, after this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to own three. But... Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe four. <laughs> Yeah, oh, well. it, might, it might be four as well. I don't know. Possibly. I'm not. I'm not crazy about the paint job on it. Uh, I don't think. I mean, these three scum ships they go nice together, yeah. and I somehow I don't think they should, because scum ships should not fit, fit. Should not fit unless they're like bank yeah. fighters or something. They also um, fit well with uh, the hat hunters, like the black ones, and also the black uh, skeeks. A six, skeek, skeek, six. It, it is long debated. The M3 yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. I have to say I disagree, Jan, with uh, about the paint jobs because uh, I bought the uh, the scum pack that had the wide wings in 1.0, and I hated the paint job so much that I actually repainted it to look like a rebel Y wing. But if I got this one, I I probably would leave the. Uh, well, I like the Y wing uh, paint job. I'm, yeah, I mean it's 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 the not hog. the blacks blacks on A's paint job, but but I I yeah. do agree with Jan in a certain way. I mean, those are supposed to be scum, and those are pers- personal ships. It's not yeah. like uh, oh yeah, this yeah. looks like some you know army or yeah yeah the, exactly. The from the I mean, I I I'm, I actually I actually really like the scum uh, Y wings from uh, uh, from the. Uh, from 1.0 yeah, because yeah. they looked like they were extra extra worn down and the rebel mm-hmm. Y-Wings looked like shit already so yeah. uh, I I, th- I thought that was really good but I'm, but 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 this is okay it's more the Hawk I really like the color the Hawk had it was like yeah I'm just some dingy yeah. freighter mm-hmm. uh, that is odd but it, and, it and is fine the Y-Wings here I mean they don't have their plating on but they have a new paint job. Mm-hmm. How? I mean, is this Black Sun? Uh, you know. No, I no, think this is I, not the Black Sun. They are okay. unaligned. All these, and we can talk a little bit about the characters of the two Y wings. I've made some research, but <laughs> uh, but the they are all unaligned. So they are fugitives and collaborators. They're only in it for themselves. They're like true scum. They are not like criminal organizations. Um. But how do you how do you like the the hawk model? Is it is it very different from the normal one? Was it the same I one? Think so. I think it's the same one. Yeah, it's pretty much. They usually sculpt, right? I don't know. Come to think of it, the Y wings actually look like the old Y wing model. No, they don't. They have the big turret. I yeah. think it's just the same sculpt. Uh, I'm looking at a photo of the old one. Yeah, but to be fair, I'm I I'm, I still miss. I I really need to have like, I I want the old uh, Gold Squadron pilot alt, art on on a cart, or even a ship like with a dismounted 
engine, the right engine, remember? Way too far. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, where they where they, they were screwed up the perspective so bad. Yeah. Yeah, we want that as a model. True. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but I mean, anyway, uh, I mean, uh, it is a safe assumption that this pack will include the Moldy Crow title. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, it, it makes... I mean... It makes you wonder how far FFG thought ahead when they only put the Moldy Crow title in uh, the Rebel conversion kit. Yeah. They're not included in the Aces thing? No. Did, did they? I don't think so. I don't... No, Maybe? I don't so. Maybe? They actually had a few of these sort of repair cards. I'm not sure. I will check. check. Anyway, we get... Kanan freaking Jairus. Yeah. Uh, from his time when he was, you know, hiding out or just he lost his master in Order 66, mm -hmm. hid yeah. out for a while, drank a lot. Uh, that's a whole nother, that, that's another book there. Um, it came in the Hot Shots and Aces pack as well. It did. Okay. 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 That's fair. That's good. But uh, he, has, he has the 1.0 ability. From from the ghost ghost ability, yeah. But isn't that the same as he has in two point Is it? Uh, might be. Yeah. It who, is. Fly, who fly? Who flies? Who flies? Uh I th I mean, this is kind of discounted Kanan because he only has the one force, and I doubt that he'll be utilizing his uh, his pilot ability and uh, has force to his uh, pilot ability. Why not? I mean, if you have like, imagine flying him with, I don't know, Fen Rao. Mm. I think Rao rolling five yeah. dice at you and 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 you're getting one less die for defense. Well, it it, it would be no. It's more when you are uh, uh, the attacker rolls one fewer attack die. So oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Okay, whatever, Fen Rao. But, but yeah, it would make Fen Rao in, in your face in range one if you yeah. are yeah. the guy shooting at him has one less die. Absolutely, mm -hmm. and if he decides to shoot at Kanan's, whatever, it still works on himself. Well, yeah, I, I would actually say that there's uh, in a Hawk chassis, especially with the Moldico title on, then yeah. using the Force for for this for the ability. Mm -hmm. It's probably the right way because you might have you probably have two focus tokens lying around at least yeah, in right. the early game. Yeah. Um, but, but so it, it, I think it, he I think he will be really 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 strong. He will be annoying to try to kill. Mm -hmm. Um, because he can. I mean, we already know that hawks can actually live for a while. Um, mm -hmm. But if you think about it, his ability says in your turret arc. So yeah. even even if you Not put wrong. the multi crow on, you can't have the one eighty arc ah, and have yeah. it work there. No, so, he'll have to spend some more time rotating. That's true. yeah. It, it it's kind of like a ketsu kind of thing. You want the yeah. arc probably just yeah. in front. So it's probably more efficient to not fly him with multi crow and then just fly him like an orbiter. So yeah. you fly you fly in a big circle around the enemy, sort yeah, of pointing probably. your gun in towards where the real fight is happening. Yeah. Yeah, but I, but obviously the multi crow title does another thing as well. Yeah. 
it it gives you option, more options up front than the yeah. focus stacking and all. Yeah, yeah. This, this uh, one with with maybe a, a crew for some more support and maybe a bomb to. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a very it's a very flexible ship. It can do a lot it of is. things. It is. Mm-hmm. One can I add one pet peeve I have yeah. Uh, yeah. seeing this card? Mm-hmm. So now we have a hawk with a force on it, mm-hmm. but. Uh, Jedi Knight Kyle Katarn has no force while flying. That's because he's not a Jedi Knight. Yeah. Well, I have uh, at least two video games that say differently, but yeah, I know. <laughs> Those I know video games don't really exist, according to Disney. Yeah. No. Um, they're, not, have... they're not canon. And, and we have an, also an I six in a rebel 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 force called Coron Horn, who in yeah. the yeah. old legend should have a force, but. He's an yeah, I5. Yeah. He's an I5. But, and oh, he, he's an and I5, he was yeah, very sorry. bad. At, he had some issues using the Force for yeah. most things yeah. that Jedi do. Mm-hmm. But but yeah. Uh, but the most ironic thing about what you're mentioning, specifically with Kyle Katarn, is that mm. this was his fucking ship. He yeah, was the one flying Mold and Crow. And now we have this new fangled Jedi making it fancy to be a Force user in it. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, in it, it's kind of funny. Uh, that you mentioned it because Kyle Kyle Katarn in first edition was kind of like a precursor to Force, where you could yeah. you know give people focus. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, true. So uh, I think one of the interesting thing about the Hawks here is uh, just like all the others. I mean, we're probably going to see other pilots. Uh, we didn't. So, but. Do you think they also put the original Hawk pilots in this pack? Because then we're probably not going to see that many other Hawk, Hawk pilots. Yeah. But original I think they, to the, I, to I the, doubt it. I think they will. You think? Because if they don't, then they are sort of putting themselves in a spot where they will have to re-release a Hawk as a standalone figure. No. And, they already, of course, released it with the you know commercial kits, and then you got the ship. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, could you ever be in a situation like two years down the line where you were like a newer player and yeah, true. And, and you know, I want to yeah, fly Palop yeah. or Torkel or somebody, and now I now I have to buy this ship and then buy a conversion kit just to get a pilot card. No, but if you think ah. about, but if you think about it, will it will it have the Rebel Hawk pilots as well? No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. I don't think it will, no. and mm-hmm. we might never see those. I think yeah. there are ships that are never going to be re-released. Uh, Rebel Tie Fighter also. Mm-hmm. I don't see it happening. Uh, I was actually not holding hope out for the Y wings uh, because Scum and Y wings. I mean, uh, I think they could have put something else here, but that's not what they did. However, you can say if you look at the ships where the conversion kits, I don't know if if did them wrong is 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 fair, but you felt a little sort of underwhelmed when you look through the conversion kit and you were like, okay, there's two named interceptor pilots, there's two named B wing pilots, there's two named A wing pilots, mm-hmm. there were two named scum Y wing pilots, um, so very sort of under underfilled, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what these squadrons pack can fill up. Uh, the Hawk just doesn't need it as much. 
Uh, I think it's super interesting to have Kanan. I hope we get at least one more new Hawk pilot for Scott. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, and then, you know, like three or four new Y-Wing pilots, though they will also have to put Drea and um, and Cavill in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if you look at the resistance pack, right, there was a lot of pilots in there. If you look at the separatist and and republic squadron packs, there's a lot of pilots for each ship in there. Yeah, yeah. True. I think the the one with the least pilots is probably the Belbo Lab, which also doesn't exist as a separate pack. No. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but I think there's going to be a lot of stuff in this for scum players. Like uh, you will probably get some false transponder codes. Mm-hmm. Uh, some new new crews. I mean, yeah, they could have... also they could also carry over some of the crew that is scum yeah. uh, legal from uh, the cis fire spray. Mm-hmm. Not sure if they will because there is actually a little bit of law about Kanan at this time, so they might find somebody in his past. Yeah. Uh, Blendin points out that there are six new pilots in. Uh... The resistance pack, which I can't remember the name of, but I bought it. Uh, he- Heroes of Hero uh, Her- 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 Heralds of Hope. Heralds. Yeah. Uh, Hope. yeah, yeah, that was six new, but that was across the X and A, right? Yeah, yeah. I think there were there were four four new A wing pilots. Oh, that must be more than six new. There were four new A wings. Uh, Suralinda, somebody else, Merle, and Sefton. Yeah, and then there were new Poe, new Snap. Yeah, he says you're not including Poe and Temin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So okay. eight yeah. pilots. So it's probably eight. Yeah. So it's yeah. four of each, right? That was mm-hmm. new. Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't include the. They didn't include all the existing A and X X pilots no, because it, they had it, already it, been re-released. Yeah. I mean, they are in the A wing pack and the X wing pack. So, but in well, this not case, you really don't. Least, I mean, the A wing is just two point He wasn't in one point So, yeah, true. But in this case, I mean, I think that I don't. I also don't think FFT actually wants to keep having to print the conversion kits. Um, no. I mean, they're already sort of hard to get if you should need one. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, yeah, as I, as I linked a little bit, I mean, I'm not sure that I think the Y-Wing was the most interesting ship. Uh, I would much rather have seen Star Vibers or Kerixes. Um But yeah. Anyway, we don't know much about these yeah. Y-Wings. Uh, I managed 13 through forms. I can hardly read what they say, but apparently it is Arlis Hadrassian. And uh, Arlis is... Uh, a female human who used to work for the Empire um, flying a TIE fighter but then she was like nah, I'll just go out and have my own little uh, little thing leading the Anaxine warriors whoever they were mm-hmm. uh, and eventually she became uh, um, uh, a first order collaborator mm-hmm. assassinating some senator uh, and Lima Kay Kai is uh, a security officer who was eventually killed by Aiden Versio. Um, 
and that's sort of what we know. So she's also uh, at some point probably a scum thingy, but turned to first order things. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, uh, they're a little bit weird, I think, because they both have this sort of empire first order thing going on. Mm -hmm. um, but probably had a scummy interlude between the two. Yeah, either yeah. way. Yeah. I like Anything else? Yeah, I think it'll, it'll be interesting. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, I think I hope we'll see more squadron packs. I think there are some ships that they are a good match for. Um, I think they should... Lambda? Yeah, I think they should consider the, the space that is like one large base and one yeah. small base ship. Yeah. Uh, sort of like the old uh, what was it called? Uh, Heroes of the Resistance or something. Mm -hmm. um, because that way they could release like Ray's Falcon, they could re mm -hmm. release uh, Lambda, especially I think is sorely needed. Mm -hmm. uh, we could also see something like a Shadowcaster. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, make it so that you you do it with a large spaceship that hasn't been released before and then as a mm -hmm. little bonus you get a small base that you probably already have but you might get some extra pilots for that yeah i think that could work uh but preferably you can buy the small ship alone if you want to have many of them so you don't need to buy like i mean you shouldn't release the bomber this way a lambda and a bomber and if i want mm -hmm. to fly six bombers then i also need to buy six lambdas <laughs> I mean, that is probably not the way to go. I mean, that's no. that's probably pushing the business side of things a little bit too much. <laughs> um, but but I I think that could be that could be a good way to go to sort of mm -hmm. so you expand an existing ship, and on the same time you can introduce this new big base thing. Yeah, maybe in the future. You don't know. Yeah, and I I mean, I think it's time for the voice of the people, the peasant voice, but. I mean, we do see there's a lot of people who are, well, I don't know if there's a lot of people. There are some people. What about are, the squadron packs? But the squadron packs, they promised that they would never put things out that were not in the conversion kits. <laughs> it's a money grab, I tell you. A money grab. Yeah. And, <laughs> I mean, it's been, what, two and a half years yeah. Uh, I think FFG did all the players a big, big, big solid by even making the conversion kits like they did to begin with. Exactly. Uh, and they were from what you got. And if you look at, you know, I mean, you may say, but I bought these ships. Yeah, you bought them and you got them and you played first edition with them. Now they all of a sudden they designed this entirely new game and all these entirely new pilot cards. Mm -hmm. uh, and developer time is not free, nor is playtesting of any mm -hmm. kind. So, um, I mean, I know Rebel players who haven't, who barely bought a ship unless they sort of like just needed an extra viewing or something. But if you were a Rebel player, a pure Rebel player, then once you bought your conversion kit at the launch, you'd never had a need to buy anything else. You you yeah, picked up the, uh, the the squadron and aces pack, right? Mm -hmm. And then maybe the flappy B wing was too much for you to resist. Yeah, uh, and I uh, I I think there there's almost three years since uh, Rebels had a new ship 
coming out. Yeah, and Saw, and... Saw's Renegades doesn't count there because that was not a new ship. It was just no, but I, 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 I just think we are in a place where, yeah. um, especially as Star Wars diversifies and if less things focuses around the Galactic Civil War era, mm-hmm. then, I mean, we can either keep pushing it down and the ships you get will be more and more, you know, meme mm-hmm. uh, and weird and yeah. out there. Or we can stick to the to the set we have. And I mean, both, both Rebels, Empire, and Scum has mm-hmm. a significant amount of ships. Yeah. So... Yeah. But there can still be new game experiences if you just keep adding, you know, uh, new pilots every now and then. Uh, and there will be new upgrades coming in from elsewhere. And so with a combination of pilot packs and some of these pilot packs, well, they might be, they might come with ships. That's just yeah. what I'm saying, right? Some of them are a little bit more expensive, but then you also get some ships. But we gotta get past this point where we think that what we are paying for when we buy a miniature is the miniature and the cost of printing the cards. It's not yeah. about the cost of printing the cards. It's about paying the salary for the people who figure out what to write on those cards and to do the yeah. art on those cards and yeah. to keep the game running and keep rules changes and all that. It is, I mean, we don't pay a subscription but we, you could say that to some extent we still get a service from FFG, now AMG, every month because they're keeping this game alive despite us not actively putting money into it. Uh, some of us are because we are buying all the new things. And I think, I don't know if it's most, I actually, it would be interesting to have some some numbers on, you know, how many people play all factions or multiple factions. But mm-hmm. um so I don't think, I mean, if we get into a mode here where it's like once or twice a year, Rebel Player has to go out and buy one pack for, you know, somewhere between 20 and $40. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the rest of the year you play X-Wing and go to like uh, three or four big tournaments and yeah. play most we- one one or two times most weeks. I think that's pretty fine for 20 to $40, right? Yeah, and if you don't want to, because no, I don't do tournaments. I don't do all that. But that, that's fine. Then, then just play with what you have, mm-hmm. right? But don't expect new stuff for free. Um, and yeah, yeah. I think that's just it. It just annoys me. Uh, and I think it's I think it's sad that people get sad, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and I really hope that I mean, FFG tried doing the re-releases. Uh, and they did fabulous models like the B-Wing was fantastic uh, the new B-Wing that came out and in general all the new models are at least as good as the the first edition ones if not better but they are not really selling Uh, and they told us as much and and, and that's because they were so good to us with the conversion kits that people don't need them right so there's of course they need to be out there because there's new players coming in mm-hmm. so they sort of need a way where they can get product out that can keep the game alive by allowing allowing new players to come in on a level playing field with the full variety of ships yeah and at the same time keep keep uh Aspody AMG FFG whatever in business mm-hmm. 
and offsetting some of the costs they have for developing this. And if we are not buying the the re-release that are straight up re-released, I thought it was horrible. I mean, when the B-Wing came out, every single card in that thing was in the conversion kits. They could have you know, used that chance to put in, uh, I don't remember what cannon it was. There was some new cannon that had come out. Yeah. Uh, it could have fitted right in there. And then that would be the way for Rebels to get this new upgrade card. But they didn't even do that because they sort of had to restrict themselves to, mm-hmm. no, we're, nothing is going to come with the B-Wing that was not in the conversion kit. So yeah. upgrade cards from the conversion kits, pilot cards from the conversion kits. And, I mean, nobody was happy about that. Um, I don't see who was, right? I mean, no. I bought two, people... two of them anyway because the model was fantastic. But Yeah. <laughs> yep. Sure. So I think it could be a good way to do two re-releases from here. Yeah. Okay, so first order. They don't have a squadron pack. Why do? Why does AMG or FFG or somebody hates first order? Why do they do that? And if they do a squadron, you're pack, missing the voice. No, no, because I'm off with the peasant voice now. Oh, okay, okay. I got existential and stuff. You feel free to do the voice. <laughs> but We're why? Missing why? the epsilon shuttle. I don't have an <laughs> epsilon shuttle. <laughs> FFG hates first order. <laughs> no. Uh, so what if you want to do a squadron pack for first order? What do you do? Uh, epsilon shuttle. Yeah, I, I think I think that's what you do, right? It's the yeah. only not re-released first order ship. Yeah. So do you just do? But but what do you pair with that? I would say a SF. I would like to see an SF with it. Yeah, but I mean, it's not like the SF needs a lot of new pilots, right? They have some. Do they have some? What about that? I mean, in, instead of FO, I mean SF, probably yeah. instead of FO. What about that Kylo interceptor from the movie that shall never be named? Yeah, uh, but I, I think that could work. But uh, then they should package it and only have like two pilots for it, <laughs> and both should be unique. Because yeah. otherwise, if it's like if it's ever feasible to fly three of these tie whispers together, yeah, then. Again, it would be a little bit harsh to tell people to buy free Opsilons, especially if they probably already had one or two. <laughs> I, that, that's where my limit is. Or if, even three. If they ever force me to get more than one additional Opsilon, then I will be sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm... yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but I think they we would expect them to be next, but I could see, you know, more than one squadron pack for each faction also. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, why not keep going, right? Yeah. Um, absolutely. Well, and, and technically, we, I would also see more like hotshots and aces and, and just card packs as well going forward. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. And I mean, we, we could be, I mean, we could be underestimating them and they could still stick to their guns and say, well, there's going to be a new Hotshot Naces pack. All the pilots from these three packs we have here, yeah. they're going to go in there. Yeah. Uh, because these, we promised you in the conversion kits. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they will come out like sometime later, probably. And mm-hmm. people will have forgot they were annoyed and or they probably won't stop being annoyed. Uh, and you know what? Uh, 
they could also in the future I'm not saying yet they could just bring out let's say a new Vader pilot and price the old one out of existence and just basically say we we want new pilots different pilots same pilots with different abilities just to keep the game fresh yeah I mean that's what we saw with uh with the resistance pack, right? Except they didn't uh, really price. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, there you had the old man Poe and the young man Poe, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Aged five minutes apart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, they no, could. But, but you get my drift. I mean, yeah, I, I, w- I would say if they brought out, like, say, a new Vader, then mm. they probably would need to put it in a card pack, not, not with a ship. Oh yeah, yeah. If, yeah, if, yeah if, I, if, if and especially if it meant that the old Vader would be, awesome. quote unquote, unplayable. Right. Yeah. Okay. So uh, that we didn't touch on. Uh, yeah. Kind of. Has Kanan ever been in a hawk? I mean, Kanan play? Ah, uh, no. But he flew all kinds of dinky Vaders. Um, I think they they do take some liberties. In that, um, I mean, there was only one Moldy Crow, and I don't think canonically anybody else except Kyle Katarn and Jan Ors ever flew a Hawk. Yeah, and he's uh, titled uh, Lost Padvan on his new Polycar. Yeah, because he sort of was at this point. I mean, he was sort of drifting from job to job, always getting in trouble, mm-hmm. drinking every night. Yeah, so and then this this of a new title. Yeah, and then this smart-ass Twi'lek come came around and told him to fight against the Empire, and well, then he joined her ship. All right. Okay, uh, let's move along. Uh, I'm gonna take this away. Mm-hmm. So uh, next on the menu, we have Mr. Gisley and Thule Challenges. Yes, Thule Challenges. Yeah, remember what the challenge was? Oh, somebody Eight. says somebody says in the comments that Kanan did fly a hawk in the comics. Uh, that's my blind spot. I don't read Star Wars comics, but I should. I read some of them, but I should do it more. Yeah, I. I that's true. I remember that. I, I read some of the Kanan comics. I, I had to like the first book or something? First six or eight? Uh, yeah, first six or eight uh, comics. Are they available digitally? Yeah, probably. I mean, it, it was the Marvel. It came out like, I don't know, five years ago or something. Oh yeah, but I think Marvel has like an app which is sort of like the Netflix of comics. Mm-hmm. I yeah. should really check that out. I read the Poe <laughs> comics and they were acceptable. I mean, you learned about Terex and Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sura and stuff. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. So through the challenges, Gisli, yeah. I challenged you yeah. to make a pirate version of another podcast's signature segments and yeah. put Thule Flair on it. Yes. Yes. So how's it, how's I, it going with that? Yeah, I, I can do it right now. Okay. So I, I have 
So you've got to be with with me on this. I mean, yeah, I think I know what to do. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. So this is Thule's best tip of the millennium of the week. The week. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Apparently, these guys practice or they do editing. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. One of the two. So this is just my tip of the week is how it's kind of an easy way out though but how to get better at x-wing so first of all to get better at x-wing you need to play games and you need to play more games and more games against opponents that are better than you because when you lose games you you should really try to learn something from the game. I mean, it's no no use just losing games and not thinking about it. Think what you did. Whine wrong. about dice. Yeah, don't don't whine about dice. I mean, obviously dice can fail you. It happens. I mean, but it happens way fewer times that people actually think they do. Yeah. I, you remember you really you really remember the bad dice rolls, but you don't really remember the twenty average or slightly above average rolls you got. Not true. Um, and that's enough about dice. I don't want to talk about dice. Uh, yeah, think about your game. Uh, think about where your mistakes were, and. It often happens to be one or two rounds earlier than when everything kind of went downhill for you. It might be because of positioning, might be because some obstacle that was in the way. It could have even been an obstacle that you actually put on the table. And that brings me to obstacle formation. What works best with your list? How can you maximize the effect coming from your obstacles for your opponent? What kind of list do, does he have? What kind of list do you have? Do you want to try to set up a rock formation that's best for you or worse for your opponent? I mean, it often depends game from game, even though you're flying the same list. What kind of obstacle placement you want? So practice this. It's, it's called turn zero. Uh, also, practice with a purpose, uh, either by yourself, or it's great to have a sparring partner while doing this. So, practice turn zero. The first three rounds, practice the end game, try out multiple things. And even when you're, saying practicing for a tournament with a certain list, and you go weekly to uh, just a league night or something, Try to even fly a little bit differently than you usually would. I mean, you're not... If you're not trying to win that tournament, I mean, you can just as easily just lose every game because you were trying out new things to see if it works. Heck, I mean, sometimes it just might even be a better tactic. You could find something new to do which works better. Um, yeah, so when I'm not competing, I try to fly differently, just to work things out in different scenarios. Um, 
and I would I would point out even if you're flying Imperial Aces, try to joust. See what happens. Why not? Try to joust a swarm. Yeah. Sure. Find Just... out if you are actually Dale Cromwell. Exactly. Why not? And yeah, I, I mentioned the sparring partner. It's great to have a sparring partner, someone who's at your level or even better. Or even a slight slight worse. Doesn't matter. But just a, just a sparring partner that really wants to help you and help himself because you're probably both working at the same goal here, trying to get better. So play with your partner, talk things through, find out lists together, find try to find your weakness and your strength when playing. Don't get stuck flying a specific list, list type while practicing unless you're practice, practicing this specific list you want to fly at that tournament. Try to get reps in with the list you normal wouldn't fly. I do that. I I do that a lot. Yeah. Um, study the top meta list. May May I add something to your point here, Kisley? Yeah, absolutely. Um, actually, a very I I play. I played almost all my practice game with the same partner, uh, mm-hmm. my dear friend Christian. Yep. And we've actually gone to sort of we got into a good groove at one point where mm-hmm. we usually played two games whenever we met. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the first game, he might fly the list that uh, that he was practicing for with in tournaments, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't fly my regular list because then he would see the same thing every week. Yeah. So instead, I took something that was probably popular in the meta, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so he got a look at that. And don't think that I didn't get anything out of that game because mm-hmm. I was also likely to see this list. And sometimes yeah. the key to understanding what a list's weakness is, is flying it. Yeah. Because brings... once you fly a list, you figure out why it's hard and what the problems are and what it doesn't want to see and how it doesn't want the game to turn out. Yeah, that was my next point, actually. Study the top medalists, even if you don't fly them. Just try to figure out what it is that makes them good and what their weaknesses are, if there are any. I mean, there are are lists that it's really hard to find the weakness, but usually there is some weakness to a list. Even the good old spam tags, it did have a weakness. So, basically, practice makes perfect. And just remember, the best X-Wings player in the world took a long time to actually winning something. Yeah, a lot of practice. I mean, a lot of practice. And I gotta say, many of the best X-Wing players in the world, I think, tend not to win the tournaments, but they make cuts all the time every single time so yeah even if you don't win if you if you're being consistent that's a good thing especially especially in the cut because cut is much more let's say luck based than than the swiss rounds are yeah you you only need to you you only need to lose one one game in a cut true but uh, yeah, on the other mess, hand, mess up once. On the other hand, in the Swiss, you can get lucky with easier opponents. Yeah, you can, you can. But Swiss tends to 
make you get better opponents along the way. Get yeah, yeah, and that's so why if, if you're three and three, you're you're going against three or three players usually. Yeah, so you're you're going to be playing better and better players. Yeah, yeah, but you can be lucky in the first four rounds and then lose the last two and then make cut, mm-hmm. uh, because you know. Perhaps your round four player was another bad player who'd always been lo- who's also been lucky and so on. I mean, but uh, yeah. yeah, it's always but possible. I see your but... point. There's there's no safety net. There's no okay. No. I'll come back next game. I can still make this. No, uh, no. when you when exactly. you mind so the basically, consistency is is the key. Yeah. So that was that was it. I think. Nice little baron segment. That was a nice nice little baron segment. Yep. Ah, so Do you have a challenge ready? I've done with my theft. <laughs> yeah, I do have a challenge, and I, I actually want to challenge our our newcomer. Ooh. Yeah, and I I know I know I'm gonna be pushing it a little bit with this challenge of his because, and he might not do it straight away or even in two weeks. But I we don't like long years. challenges. We don't like long challenges. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, I, I will bring I'll, another I'll challenge. That. that I will just bring another challenge next time, but for someone else. But this is for Stefan. Okay. And we all know that Stefan loves, loves, loves to fly Vader, and he barely does not fly anything else than Vader. So what I want to challenge Stefan to do is to take part in a uh, larger X-Wing tournament, Ooh. like at least 50 people or something, flying something else than Vader. It's Kylo, isn't it? Oh, shit. No, I hate, I hate flying Kylo. <laughs> <laughs> How is that for a challenge, Aid? And Stefan, oh, of course. <laughs> it's a tough challenge for I, you. <laughs> well, I have to... I'll start finding uh, tournaments then, and then, oh my god, what am I going to fly? Oh, chat, chat <laughs> says you should fly Anakin. I yeah, agree. I 7B <laughs> Anakin. Ooh. Uh, yeah, well, I did try flying Anakin <laughs> a couple of times, and he usually ended up, well, not becoming Vader, let's put it that way. <laughs> hey, pro, pro tip, uh, young Anakin is best Anakin. Oh yeah, the the Y wing one, the the no 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 the N one one. Well, we we oh. do have the Delta qualifier this weekend, and I think uh, I think uh, you can still sign up. Just uh, saying. Uh, just <laughs> saying. Okay, but that will be exciting. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, Gisli, you better bring a new challenge next week as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. I will. So we'll call this an extra Thule challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing of the new guy. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Great. Excellent. Okay. So, so uh, let's get into tournaments. And now I get to do this live. Look, there it, there it is. The pink brain that matters. Um, so we have two tournaments to go over. We'll start with the, uh, the GCP uh, Alpha Qualifier. So that is this one. And if we look a little bit on the stats, 
then I'm not going to go all of them, just do a, a few highlights. Uh, most placed faction was Rebel uh, with 21%, followed by Scum and surprisingly Republic. Uh, okay, wow. Rebels and Republic have the worst cut rates, uh, but they were not atrocious. It was like 14 and 14.3 and 12.5%, uh, with the average being 19.6. So they made cut, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the rest of the faction, Scum had 36% cut rate, which is, is crazy for Scum. Crazy good, yeah. That's crazy good. And the other four factions were around 18. So really, Scum won and everybody else lost. Um, <laughs> we also only had, uh, let me see, we only had six of the 163 lists that were hyperspace legal, which is uh, exceedingly low. I mean, it's not usually very high in an extended tournament, but oh. I think it it informs us that there is a big difference between hyperspace and extended at the moment. Yeah, um, I mean, with the last change, I mean, there was so much of the good stuff that went out of hyperspace. Yeah, crack, crackshot, for example, for instance. But yeah. uh, let's get into top four, starting yeah. with Gisli, I think. Yes. So uh, he was in fourth place, twenty-three, and. In Swiss, our good friend Nicholas Scott Nelson flying his scum jank with Torquil Mox with a multicrow and a Sam Vessel crew. How good is Sam Vessel crew, though? I mean, fantastic. It's fantastic. It, yeah. Tyrannicula with cluster missiles, munitions failsafe, and R5TK. And no snapshot. No snapshot, yeah, true. Uh, Black Sun Enforcer uh, and Captain Jostero with false transponder codes. Yeah, ah. if, if you go back like a week uh, yeah. or two, maybe yeah. Yeah. you can hear Niklas on uh, the Fly Better podcast where he gives he talks a lot about the squad and how it works mm-hmm. and. Um, just that everybody knows how fantastic a person he is. But um, he had a really good run here. Um, spoiler, it's going to get better. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, anything that strikes you with his opponents here? Let me see. He's, he, well, first round he was flying against Brendan, Osmond D- Damon. He's, he's, a, he's a slack fellow. So, yeah, great guy. Uh, flying Leorgana, Jack Porkins, and Jake Frell. Great. And, uh, AP, and AP5. And AP5, yeah. And then I see Tommy Adams. And it's a very, very narrow loss. Nicholas lost by three points there. Yeah. And here, and, well, game two, he... Yeah, wow. Nicholas lost there. Okay, game two against Tommy Adams, flying Han Solo, two Blue Squadron Escorts, and Tal Squadron Pilot. Third game against Rodrigo with a scum bomb list with with a with a party bus. 
and then he had a really really narrow win 26 to 23 against Vader Fell and Grand Inquisitor yeah he had a lot of narrow wins because yeah. his fifth game is also really narrow yeah I think yeah, I well think... he lost there I think the key, the key takeaway, he lost his fifth, fifth game against the eventual winner. Yeah. And that's the same guy who beat him out in top four. So he lost yeah. three games on over the weekend. Yeah. The one to Brendan, to Brendan there, and then yeah. two to the eventual winner. Um, yeah. Patrick. Oh, but he, did, he did have a lot of close games, but he also had a lot of games where it's like 200 to some, right? Where yeah. he just cleared up. Yeah. Okay. Let's... Um, Let's move on to the other top four. Uh, Ed? Joshua Richardson. And he was flying the Rebel Alliance. Uh, ended up in 15th place in Swiss. Ended up in fourth in the cut. He's flying Han Solo and Falcon with the Hull Upgrade, Kanan, R2D2 crew. And Trickshot. Uh, Nora Wexley. I suppose it's an arc. It is the arc with with upgrade, yeah. Yeah, Jake Farrell with Predator at full two hundred points. That's a lot of mess. I think he was on stream at least once, maybe twice. One hundred six point Han, fifty eight point Nora, and Jake at thirty six. So that's uh, it's a. it's, uh, like I said, there's a lot of list, and he's opting for Nora Wexley instead of the usual wedge with uh, Han and Jake. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. <clears throat> I think I think that Nora with a hull upgrade. Oh my god, what a tank! Yeah, yeah. Um, I really and like we... Nora in the arc. I think she is uh, she's so underrated for you know 55 points. Yeah. Um, and she's so hard to kill. Yeah, and if you think if, if about you this list, correctly, yeah, yeah. But and if you think about this list, this list is just—he might not punch really hard, except obviously for Han, he can punch. Well, but... Nora, Nora punches when she goes in at I five, takes a target lock, and Jake flies by and gives her focus. Yeah, she does. I mean, but still, this list probably mostly is a survive list because all three ships are either super hard to pin down like Jake or super, super hard to just to get points on. Actually, actually his record speaks differently because he has 200 win, 200 win, 200 win, uh, 200 loss, 200 win. So that is true. None of his games are going to time. Yeah, he had like Uh, one game that went to time, his top 16. Yeah. but so it's I true. think I think they do punch a lot, so they will tear down anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he yeah. seems to lose to he lost to a Sloan Swarm mm-hmm. uh, with oh my god four alphas an academy and a scarif based pilot. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is also a lot of firepower coming your way, yeah. and then he eventually lost to Janko Sam in uh, in the top four. No, it yeah, was in the four, top yeah, in the yeah, top, top four. four. Um, so, um, he played a rack whisper in uh, round five. I mean, oh my god! Yeah, I, I don't think that took a long time. 
<laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> I mean, Han just looks at that and says, "Come to Papa." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, Stebby, do you want to do uh, number two? Uh, well, I just did, but uh, thank you. Oh yeah, I'll I'll do no- the list number two. Uh, uh, Django Fett, and, uh, <laughs> Sam Vassell, uh, a double fire spirit list. It's actually quite similar to uh, what we've been watching Cleaner play. If, uh, if you've been watching our streams uh, from the Vetramod, uh, Django has Lone Wolf, Jamming Beam, Count Dooku, Thermal Detonators, False Transporter Codes, and a Hull Upgrade. 104 points, and then mm-hmm. Sam Vessel has a jamming beam, uh, Chancellor Pal- Palpatine, uh, thermal detonators, and false transporter. So, yeah, yeah. this is, um, you know, this is a very interesting uh, sort of setup. Of course, uh, Palpatine is pretty much there only for the force uh, on uh, Sam. Uh, yeah. They both have thermal detonators, which, if you have a chance to watch our semi final game, uh, the first one. In the Vietnam mode, you can yeah. you can see how how devastatingly effective they can be if uh, you forget yeah. to uh, roll poorly for them. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, like er, er, earlier this week. It will be in the in our VODs for yeah. another two weeks. Uh, but but yeah, and uh, otherwise, I think it's just a you know I I think this is a rather strong archetype that we're seeing emerge out of the new. Uh, Scum slash separatists, well, separatist fire spray. Um, yeah. So, uh, how how do you want to approach this? So he had, well, he lost his first game. So, well, he submarined up uh, to go five and one. Uh, his one loss was to a techno union bomber uh, swarm. Uh, Rocks binds all around. Which yeah, <laughs> this is so bad. This is so bad. And Discord missiles. Yeah. I can imagine. So, I can imagine. It's just, they just ate him up before he had a chance to do any of his uh, tricks, <sighs> you know. And I would imagine yeah. that swarms are more difficult. But look at game five, though. Having can set you, that. Oh, sorry. Yeah, there you can, go. can you imagine putting double Discord missile on Han? On Han? <laughs> just oh. in the beginning. I mean, it's a big spaceship. Can't do. Uh-huh. Can't really do no, anything they, about they, it. There's no Han. This is a Jenko Sam list. Yeah. Oh yeah, sorry. But yeah, still, but, they but can't still, it, roll. They can't do anything about it either. True. <laughs> yeah. Put uh, it, put and, it on and and it's unavoidable <laughs> to take some of those prox mines. Except, and you can have except, all the defense ex- dice and all the force you want. It's not going to change anything. Except for wasting a shot <laughs> to take one of those Discord missiles off. Yeah, true. <laughs> but you probably have to. Yeah. But yeah, yeah he actually faced uh, he faced a lot of ships in a lot of his games. And yeah. I can see that by the fact that uh, I can barely fit all his games into my screen at the same time here. Um, yeah. And that was not the case with the other one. So he played a lot of swarmy things. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised by the amount of 200 zeros. Uh, there's like three of them over uh, the day. Uh, oh, yeah. When you count the uh, the, the top cuts. Uh, yeah. Three of them. And they might have been misrecorded because, I mean, for some yeah. of them. I mean, I usually say that in the top cuts you can't count on, on on what it says, but I find it very suspicious that uh, four cabin angel salads and two bandit squadron with tracers cannot mm-hmm. half one of those ships yeah. uh, in any game, right? 
I, I think that it, that's weird, but it doesn't matter. He had five wins, so clearly he made cut. Um, mm-hmm. And from there, score doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, yeah, look look at his uh, top sixteen as well. I mean, cartel spacers and mining guilds. You know, it takes time to go through this and to do it while only losing five hit points in total on of both ships. So ten, I guess. You know, less less than that. You know. No, it's it's cut. it's a top sixteen. They probably just counted two hundred all because it's yeah. the top cut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know who enters the score. Uh, yeah, who knows? Um, but yeah, imagine. And then you know he has uh, top four uh, against Joshua with the Han Solo or Waxley Jake Farrell beats that and then loses in the final to to Patrick Hansen with the yeah. So. so let me take that one because this is Republic and I'm going to have to enjoy this. <laughs> So Patrick Hansen, uh, yeah. he sounds very Nordic, but he hasn't, right? I don't know. No, Do you I, know this guy? I think they're in California. I think they're brothers, and they made like, a, I, well, no one has seen it because we haven't been out to play because of uh, the pandemic. But I bought like a tray off of them, like a token tray that they. Oh, cool. Oh, okay. I like it. So anyway, this is. Uh, Republic beef mm-hmm. when it's best. I'm uh, super fascinated by this. I'm trying to fly something like this at the moment, not this exact squad, which is probably why I wasn't doing that well with it. But so this is essentially Jedi gang. Uh, so free uh, Jedi knights uh, with seven bees mm-hmm. um, at forty nine a pop, mm-hmm. and then Luminara with uh, chopper and CLT, and that's okay, an even I- two hundred. Yeah, but I have to say it. You have to say. I it. told. I told you so. I told you so. Chopper is a god. <laughs> Chopper <laughs> is very, very, very good, um, and so is Lumi. And if you can get a forty-nine point ship that can double reposition, has a force and a pretty good dial, mm-hmm. and six health and three reds and two greens, then that's also yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, it's like a. a, a souped up X-Wing with force um, so I think that is uh, let's just say that they don't need to they can raise those a little bit mm-hmm. uh, that's fine with me um, but otherwise I mean he flew against a lot of strange stuff um, and had let's see he had one loss in Swiss also his first game apparently submarining works um <laughs> And then he just won out from there. So, uh, yeah. quite impressive. Um, let's see. And pretty much his first sort of big results, it seems, at least with, unless he some goes by another name. Uh, he has participated in a lot of things, but uh, it's the first time he really made big. He had a top 16 in uh in a hyperspace trial in in nineteen, and and that's about the result we have on him. But he played a lot, so it works. Been close a lot. I mean, there's a lot of sort of four wins in uh, in larger events, including Worlds and Seattle mm-hmm. System Open and LVO. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. that was only two wins, but mm-hmm. yeah. Right. Um, 
I think we'll skip pick of the litter unless anybody has something that they really, really feel for. I haven't found anything, really. Okay, I would I like to add one thing. Why have we not started to call pick of the litter pink of the litter? <laughs> that is a good point. Uh, before we continue, just so everyone knows, like this is the most frequently flown list. These are all the other lists. This is Django Sam. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, it is doing decently. They're quite popular there. And out here, if I can. Oh, this is Nicholas, amusingly. That's the the yellow thing out on the on the far right in perfor- max performance. That's Nicholas's <laughs> list with yeah. five games flown, four of them by Nicholas. So it would have been even further to the right if Nicholas has been flying all of them. Yeah. Okay, but let's get into the other uh, one we have, which is uh, the DXM. Um, mm. So I guess, well, let's just uh, go in uh, go in reverse order. I mean, we have uh, in on number four, we have Eno uh, flying uh, Nomlom with Dengar, False Transponder Codes, Jamming Beam, Sam Vessel Crew. And six spacers with jamming beams. Very high strength yeah. of schedule. Probably had a, some tough games. Made it all the way to top four. Um, so you have six spacers there. Are you shooting jamming beam with one of them? No, no, no. You just add it for the memes. I'm just if you're because... shooting against a reinforced ship. Yeah, I was about to say that. that's the only that's the yeah. only situation where you shoot a jamming beam. Yeah. No, I'm just it. wondering if if you have like one of them in range three and the other one range two or one, do you shoot a jamming beam even at the range three ship that has only two ties maybe against I don't know four, so get three ties just. Just to take that focus away, maybe for the other ships. Using a phantom, you would want to use the jamming beams, and otherwise, mm-hmm. you want to take all the damage you can put, even if it's a range three shot. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's entropy. Um. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then we have Julian Hood. Yep. Fly, yeah. yeah. Should I should I go with that? Okay. Flying Death Rain with delayed fuses, diamond boron missiles, Ew. passive sensors, and thermal detonators. Oh, that's terrifying on Death Rain. Yeah. Seven Sister with Mag Pulse warheads and passive sensors. Fifth brother with homing missiles and passive sensors, and Vat Fostlop with passive sensors. Oh, that's four passive sensors. Yes, they are very passive. They are very passive. It's a passive list. No, it isn't. <laughs> it's... Oh, but that that death rain is terrifying. Yeah, it is. All extremely. Sorry. All of them are I four. Yeah. Yeah, four I fours. Uh, I think it's very sort of interesting general concept mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. has on occasion worked a lot. Um, mm-hmm. 
and he actually won out uh, all the way until he didn't anymore. Hmm. There was a lot of undefeated. Is he really? No, okay, he lost one there. I was like, uh, how is he sixth in Swiss and still undefeated? Yeah. But he did lose to four T70s with BBs and uh, and Rose with Freebio. Okay. Okay. Um Stefan, you want to take the next one? Uh the Shell and Bubble one. Shell and Bubble. Okay. Bubble. He, Bubble. Yeah. And he was flying well, he was flying a scum jack, I would guess you call it. The four ship scum with uh a, a, a Nicholas variation. Yeah. Uh, uh yeah, Torani Kulta. Uh, with snapshot threat tracers R5TK of course and Deadman switch uh, then Nomlum in a jumpmaster uh, with uh, proton torps autoblasters Sam Vessel Dengar and false transponder codes uh, Captain Jostero with false transponder codes and then just Captain Seaver for 30 points to sort of fill out the jank and... I gotta say putting tracers on Torani is kind of genius with Jostero especially there as well I mean you can shoot with tracers and even make get a get a hit on some poor guy in your bullseye and then trigger Jostero with that yeah, giving everybody target lock does that trigger Jostero doesn't there have no to they, need, they need to take damage yeah but you don't take, yeah, they, take, they, they, don't they take don't damage, take damage from, from the tracer. No, I'm talking about if you have a poor guy in her bullseye arc. Oh yeah, then, damage. Yeah, because then it takes the damage. And then... Exactly. So it yeah. it's she shoots tracers. Mm. Yeah. There's some poor guy in his bullseye. Gives the damage Which, anyway. Yeah. Gives everyone lock. Just arrow. Yeah. Who now has a lock? Yeah. Yeah, and but didn't. Didn't he use the tracers, like at least one of the charges, to sort of charge the Sam card up or yeah. something like that, without without Nomlam taking damage? Which I th know, I'm not I'm not I, I don't remember if uh, if Babo did this. Or it was only Nicholas who sort of pre-charged his Torani, but uh, no, I think he was doing this. Uh, sorry, he, he pre-charged pre his uh, his Sam. Yeah, he I uh -huh. I think he was doing it as well, but he used tracers for and. Was actually spending the charges, whereas Nicholas had the, the uh, munitions. Oh, yeah, he had munitions fail safe. Yeah, to, but, to yeah. sort of conserve his, you know, which I think is a yeah. superior use of a good charge. But you know, I I agree with you. Beastly, it is pretty brilliant if you can get the, you know, which you usually can if you're flying it. If you can get the mm -hmm. Torani Colta uh, bullseye on, then you know, yeah. that's a rather harsh one-two punch for mm -hmm. the opponent. Yep. Yeah. And, it uh, really is. Um, I'm wondering if if Sam... I mean, putting Sam Vessel crew on such a bad ship, to be frank. I know Nom Nom is not that bad, actually, but I mean... Uh, yeah, it the... seems like a it seems like a, a much. I mean, there could be situations where you would like, oh look, I can do a good bonus attack here, and you're like, oh wait, I'm nom nom. Hmm. 
I mean, it, <laughs> it's great if you could get the proton torpedoes off, uh, mm. but if you end up having to waste some of those bonus attacks doing a two dice shot out the side of uh, of a jump master. Can can you go a little further down the screen? Uh, I mean, of yeah. course, you would actually would always be able to shoot because yeah. uh, Nom Nom turns the arc. So yeah, no, no, th this isn't the one that I actually saw. I think on stream. Uh, no, that was during the other event, of course. But there was like a Nom Nom, I think, uh, Sam vessel charging proton torps fire that absolutely destroyed Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anatha before he had even, you know, you know, be, he had not been useful in any way and all of a sudden the opponent was just a ship down because of the whole sand vessel card thingy. Yeah, so, interesting. So, so it can, I, you know, it's it's deceptive and especially if you approach it with the uh, <laughs> with the mindset of yeah, it's uh, it's a jump master or it's, uh, yeah, mm. it's Nomlon then you yeah. can't get hurt. But I, I would say, I mean, we've seen Nomlom before, but I think this is the first time I remember seeing Nomlom as, he, I would even say, the centerpiece of the squad. He is by the most expensive ship in the squad. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I don't think i ever seen a 65-point Nomlom before. <laughs> oh, I mean, he got, he got all the things, right? Dengar is like, oh, so this is your ship? Go sit over there in the gunner's slot. <laughs> okay, and Ed, who yeah. won this fantastic German tournament? Jesus Christ, it's Nicholas God Nielsen. The King of the North. Yeah, yes. and he's playing his Turtle Max, Multicrow Thermal, Sam, and Trony Cluster Munitions, R5TK, Black Sun, Forger Captain, Jostero, the exact same list as the other tournament. I think he added something to Torquil or something like that. You know, there were some tweaks, I believe, right? What? Because I didn't see thermal in there before, but it's basically the exact same. Oh yeah, thermals. This Wait, is right. not. This is not unknowable. I can click right there. Ah, uh, yeah, he had false transponder codes on Justero, yeah. and then he changed that. Into oh. thermal detonator. So he had a bit before. Yeah. So he had a one point yeah. bit and transponder codes under stereo, and it mm -hmm. changed it into thermals on Mox. Yeah. And I think that's a. I think that's a very good switch. You know, for for three points, or you know, to mm -hmm. to sacrifice a bit and have the thermal detonator option. Yeah, and then notice this Torani Kulda with uh, munitions failsafe. And I mean, mm -hmm. if you didn't remember what munitions failsafe was, mm -hmm. what when my card loader is broken? Oh my god, I forgot FFG moved all their cards. <laughs> I need to look at that. Uh, but I mean, it's not something you see all the time, but it's pretty good, it turns out. Yeah. And look down here, it's like, oh, Nicholas knows. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, and even if we, we could expand, see, that's everybody, all games registered since uh, the new points update. 13 people have flown it. Wow. Works well with R5TK. I wonder what they're going for there. <laughs> okay, yeah. what I'm wondering with Munitions Failsafe on Tarani, 
because cluster missiles say, I mean, uh, well, well, no, sorry, munitions failsafe say, says while you perform a torpedo or a missile attack, after rolling attack dice, you may cancel all dice. It doesn't say you're canceling the attack. No, that's how he's charging up Sinan on the turtle nuts. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he might cancel the dice, but uh, Tarani still triggers. Yeah. Yeah, but but that's I don't think that's what he has it there for. He has it there oh, hey. to in the first round, uh he Tarani target locks Tokel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, shoots exactly. at him and shot him. But it would but be that's a good him. point though, because he can actually oh that's a terrible roll. I don't have any modifiers. I'll just cancel yeah. this one. Mm-hmm. Get back the charts on the cluster missile and use it again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. But I, I think I think literally from um, from Nicholas's point of view here, then these five points, he is willing to pay them for having Tokel go in with a charged Sam versus a non-charged Sam in the first engagement. He's willing to get so, to pay the five points just for that. No, 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 not just for that because the cluster missiles you can shoot twice and then trigger Toroni twice. Yeah, but he has to shoot at another ship. Yeah, yeah. sure. But but he can yeah. but he almost always has something else to shoot at. I mean Yeah. Yeah, true. But he also but he also he also needs, you know, like to have a, a target lock on it and so on. So it's a little harder to yeah. set up and Tarani is what I for. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean it that can work. That can work. Yeah, he's t- he's uh, taking away the snapshot and putting in cluster and munitions for less points. Yeah, but what he can also do, he can have a target lock on a ship, on a on a on an opponent ship, fire the first cluster missile, um, just spending the target lock there, getting maybe the bullseye arc on him, and then for his second shot, spend it to shoot at at a sauce, to. To charge up the second uh, Sam card because they are both an I four. I think no, he, he cl- the cluster missile special on. attack uh, requires you to choose an if... enemy ship. No, it doesn't. The, uh, uh, cluster it missile. Just spe- yeah, you just you can perform attacks against friendly ships. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cluster missile says after this attack you may perform yeah. an attack as a bonus. Attack as a bonus attack Defend against a different target. Range zero one. One of, of the defender. defender. So if yeah, but he can't if, do. Doesn't R five TK? Does that just allow you to uh, yeah, to, to shoot at anybody or against friendly ships? Okay, yeah. so you don't need I mean, to have he, them locked. Okay. No. So I think it was that way one point oh maybe no, be- because it's ignoring the target lock requirement for the second shot. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying, if if you have a bullseye on a ship, you shoot that ship with the first, yeah. you spend your target lock there, mm-hmm. and if you can't shoot at at another ship, you can just shoot, shoot, shoot. at uh, shoot at uh, the Sam Vassell yeah. Torquil yeah. that but, place. But he has to be within range one of your first target. And yeah. within range one to two of uh, the torque. of cluster, yeah. Of so, cluster. but yeah, it, it can. That one. Yeah, but yeah. I'm, I'm sure this is an efficiency that you know, if 
if you can set it up, then it's very satisfying to see. <laughs> I think I think what Nicholas did here is he has absolutely maximized the joust. There is, yes. I mean, if he gets everything off here, then mm -hmm. potentially he's looking at two attacks from Torkel with three dice, mm -hmm. two attacks from Justero with two both with three dice both times, two attacks from Torani with three dice twice, as well as double bullseye, which is an additional two damage. Yeah. And then three dice out of the Black Sun Enforcer. You count them. Mm -hmm. That is a lot of dice. Yeah. And wait for it. And all of this before the opponent shoots because he already mucks them. Yeah. yeah. So you're, you're throwing uh, 21 red dice plus two unblockable, uh, uh, well, or, or token removals, two damage or token removals out of Turani. That is sort of the theoretical max, and I don't think you hit that very often. But... No. Uh, but just the fact that it's there and it's on a bunch of beefy ships. So I think he 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 upped his jousting value by going to the cluster missile munition failsafe route rather than the snapshot route, which I think the snapshot route is probably better against, you know, AC things. Um Yeah. Uh, yeah. But that's it's a, it's that's a meta read, right? Mm -hmm. It's a meta read and it's also probably the snapshot it's you're making your opponent fly a certain way, which cluster missiles does not. No, that's true. Um, you don't. You don't get that. No. <sighs> oh, uh, without doing a full pick of the litter here. If you look down here, number three in Swiss, top eight, Django mm -hmm. Sam. Five in yeah. Swiss, <laughs> top eight, Django Sam. Six, sixteen in Swiss, top eight. Django Sam. I mean, I wonder if we had a Django <laughs> off somewhere in here, because uh, of the four people who what, dropped out of top eight, three of them was Django Sam. Mm -hmm. Ah, so you so you didn't because they can't can't have knocked each other out, and there's no Django Sams above them. No. no. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, I mean, ninth place as well. Yeah, there's. Yeah, I mean, they they. I I saw they played against Django Sam in Swiss, so there was a Django Django Sam off, just only in Swiss. I can see. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, uh, if we look a little bit at the tournament breakdown, I had a few notes on that. Well, here we see in Germany, it's not uh, Rebel. That is the most popular. It is obviously scum. Uh, but what's interesting here is that the second most popular things uh, are actually separatists in Empire. 19% representation for separatists. I don't think I've ever seen it that high in any tournament, even during spam tax. Mm -hmm. um, and these are flying, you know, yeah, all kinds of things. Obviously, there's 20 of them. 13 of them is flying Django. Okay, so uh, okay. and uh, eleven of them is, is flying Sam, and a lot of those are probably flying both. So, um, yeah. Oh, what the crew? Uh, th this is just pilots. Mm -hmm. I don't know oh, how yeah, often the crew was that. Probably all of the list had Sam. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I would think so. But uh, if you look at Scum instead, then you can see if you look down, burp, 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 burp. Dengar, he might have had Sam crew, a little bit overkill. 
Nom Lom <laughs> had Sam crew. IG88s, do they have crew slots? Eh, I don't think they do, right? Nim. No, I don't think. no. okay. But anyway, uh, there was only three people uh, who decided that they wanted to bring first order. And they all took Kylo. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, obviously. And first order is they, Kylo the and they didn't do very well. Twenty three percent average performance. Two point seven is the, this is the average ship count for those free lists. It's less than three. <laughs> so so that's a supernatural Kylo and Tolson in there. That's probably one of them. Yeah, and one of them yeah, is although. Yeah. And the other are free ship builds, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So it's it's basically two point sixty six percent. Yeah, that's probably it. <laughs> so uh as far as cut rate goes, Scum got uh again rather high cut rate, twenty one percent. So mm-hmm. Scum certainly is strong in extended. Uh the yeah. popular separatist um was also pretty good, 20%. But that's actually interesting, because if we had to find the other one with good cut rate, now it's the Republic. Look, 20% cut rate. Very low numbers, though, so not statistically significant, you can say. Um, Not a single Rebel make cut out of the 16 that was there. Um, But what is also interesting is... Oh, I made an error in my notes. Hmm. Uh, the total here is the uh, this is the ship total average is three point seven in the gold squadron when it was four. That might not sound like a lot, zero point three, but trust me, that is a lot. Yeah, it is. That is a huge difference uh, in uh, in average list size. Um, but yeah, Django again, probably all the Django Sam lists, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ah. Uh... Then I made a very, very quick meta-analysis. Uh, I'm just going to highlight it, I think. This is based on... You know, I can even do most of it visually here. This is based on these four tournaments. So these are the large tournaments we've had. So it is like uh, 500 lists. Mm-hmm. So the strongest list... But, he, but remember, you're still... It's still a podcast. It's still a podcast. I'm not going to be too visual. It's, yeah, sorry. Thank you for reminding me to sleep. It is Lima, <laughs> Lima Open, Polish Nationals, um, the Gold Squadron Alpha Qualifier, and uh, mm-hmm. DXM that we just been through. So 500 list. Mm-hmm. So faction wise, then Separatists are the strongest with uh, 59.5% average performance, followed by First Order, 54.5%, Empire, 52.6%. Scum and Resistance, just over 50. Republic and Rebels, around 45. So, Separatists, way ahead. Then there's sort of the First Order Empire, slightly above average group. Scum and Resistance, average. Republic and Rebels, below. Mm-hmm. The most popular list is Django Sam. Uh, we've seen that 22 out of the 500 times. That is quite a lot. Uh, and it averaged around 66% performance. Mm-hmm. The best list is unsurprisingly Torkel Tyranni Justera and the Blackstone Enforcer 
averaging almost 78% over five showings, four of them being Nicholas. <laughs> you will notice that there were only four tournaments here, and he participated in all of them. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yes, the last one did drag him down. He also flew it in Lima Open and only had like three wins or something. It was, but still, hashtag nerf Nicholas. Um, we also saw uh, five Inquisitors, uh, 72% average of seven showings. But we also saw four A Wings with H representations over these four tournaments, but only averaging 46%. And remember, this is the list that, you know, everybody was like, wow, when it showed up at Coruscant. Hmm. But, um, and I don't know, because, I mean, I know a lot of those things went up in points, but it had a huge bit to give from. So I'm not sure what happened. Yeah. Maybe people just figured it out. We see that sometimes. Yeah. If we look at the archetypes, um, which for the viewers is this one. Uh, we can see uh, what we call five ship resistance. Um, should be up there. Um, pop up at 72.6%. We have eight of those. And then you say, what is five ship resistance? And it is a lot of things. Uh, three of them are Finn, Rose, Jess, Bastion, and a Red Squadron. Mm-hmm. So, and then there are some variants, but it's still a very, very high average. We also see, and I actually think this is interesting, and I love to hear what you have to say about this. Uh, up here in the middle, we have the four ship Rebel Joust, which is essentially PBM's name for uh, Rebel Beef. Uh, mm -hmm. There's 24 lists. So this is the most popular archetype at the moment uh, as PBM defines archetypes. This also includes four Wookiees, uh, but most of them, it's like in there, in that bubble, you also find the Dutch Jake, Jan Ors, Wolf Raro list that, uh, that won Polish nationals. But there are only three lists with that... Um, with that thing, right? Mm -hmm. uh, with those pilot combinations. And they perform like 81%. But overall, this thing performs 48%. So I think people are doing a lot of experimentation with these sort of rebel beef bills. Mm -hmm. But they're not really as good as that list which caused them to look at this, which was, I think, the Star World uh, mm -hmm. from the Polish Nats. So either people should just stick to his original list and see that it was, you know, close to perfection, or uh, people have just woken up to that list and have countered it or figured out how to fly against it. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, often it happens, though. I mean, there comes a great list and people tend to try to make it their own. Yeah. But, but they but, make it worse. Yeah. In the meanwhile. I agree. It happens a lot, and mm -hmm. I but think that's okay. I mean, pe people want to put their name stamp on things. That's that's yeah. That's I absolutely I mean, agree. I mean, but I mean, if I were not... giving the the best tip of the week, then I think for at least ninety percent of uh, of the X Wing players out there, 
they are probably better at flying than they are at list building. Yes. Uh, and that includes myself, by the way. Yeah, me too. Uh, I'm, I'm, I have I'm no horrible sh- I, at list building. I have no shame there. Um, and you can find, I under, totally understand the satisfaction of, you know, taking a list and succeeding and I built this or I at least changed this. Mm-hmm. But I think if you want results, then you should acknowledge that you are probably a better flyer than a list builder and then just go with somebody else's list and yeah, understand sure. why it works. Uh, but there's also, it's not a new archetype. So people are, oh, this, this guy did uh, well with something similar. I was uh, flying a couple of months ago. Or yeah. That, and I could put my favorite pilot in that suit. Yeah. I mean. True. But I, mean, I, ju- I just think, you know, you don't win Polish nationals if your list is not pretty optimized. Mm-hmm. That's a tough meta. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have, uh, that's the final archetype I'll cover, is down here in the little corner, we have Kylo plus two mm-hmm. at 72.4. Um, that's a lot of different things that are with Kylo, but that's essentially Kylo and in, it's an expensive Kylo and two other ships. Uh, mm-hmm. But that is also a good performance. Then we can look at pilots. And we will just take them in this order. So I will go very, very quickly and highlight each faction. So two thirds of uh, first order uh, decide that they want to bring Kylo. That is massive. I mean, this is Kylo the faction. I think this is close to sort of, it, it might even be beyond Obi Wan at his heyday in Republic. Um, Otherwise, if we look at what works, then the silencers clearly work. Ironically, Kylo is sort of averagely the worst of them because everybody brings him. Uh, And Vonrek works. And Vonrek works better than Hollow at the moment. Uh, If we move to Empire, then a highlight is Vader. Super popular. The popularity does not equal success. He oh. does. He is just. He is above average. I mean, fifty-six percent with that amount of participation is pretty good. Yeah. Um, fifth brother is in twenty percent, twenty-two almost. But he is like a beta dark lord impo- imposter wannabe, and he of course drags the list performance down because everybody mm-hmm. thinks he's cool, but he's not. Mm-hmm. He can be. I mean. We've seen good results with Fifth Brother, but on the average, there's probably a lot that brings him that shouldn't. Um, Generic Inquisitors, very good. Uh, Lucent Dree, the IKEA Sinker, the Onyx Squadron um, uh, Thicks there as well, and the Scimitar Bombers, though that is quite low representation, but that is, they are sort of the MVP there. 76% 76% uh, and it's yeah, still I mean, based on uh, more than 10 lists um, yeah and it's it's multiple of scimitars with yeah it's scimitar spamming and as probably yeah. prox mines involved and yeah. it turns out that when you drop mines then that it's really useful to be able to use the base mm-hmm. for Republic it is sort of mostly sad times Uh Obi-Wan is still super popular. Uh, Let's see if he outdoes Kylo here. 
23% in the other two, plus 26%, 23 and 26%, no, so not quite. Um, so he splits his popularity between the, the things. Performance, sad, 43%, 36%, nah, not worth looking at. Uh, the only Jedis that are above sort of the average mark at 50% are uh, Ahsoka at 57 Lumi at 60, 61. Um, so, and Wolf in the arc is the best ship in the faction. Uh, but low list counts. So, mm-hmm. these are depressing numbers. I mean, even you see a few pilots pop up, uh, mm-hmm. but you can see even the Jedi Knight with their massive success and win still yeah. only averages 46% because there's so many people trying to make them work who doesn't make them work. Yeah. So, well, might be a high ceiling thing. I don't know. Rebels, uh, most popular piece is Yake, 27%. Dash is close at 24 A lot of Janors, uh, a lot of Wedge. Wedge at 34 Sorry. Which is most and popular. You. I was mistaken, as always. Which is most popular. But I mean, we've seen Wedge above 50 in periods, so it is waning. Luke, 21. Mm-hmm. There are like a few stable pieces. Um, otherwise, generally sad times here. Like in the Republic, uh, Jan Wolfaro pulls up at around sort of the 55% mark. Uh, a really bright spot is uh, the Cavern Angel Salad at almost 70%. And I would dare to make the assumption that it is also the Cavern Angel Salad that is pulling up the Bandit Squadron pilot yes. to almost 60 because it turns out that you can fly, what is it, four Cavern Angel Salads and two Bandit Squadron for Tracers? And that mm-hmm. that's pretty good. <laughs> that's yeah, I mean, better than a, 5X, it's a, actually. It's a lot of firepower. Yeah, a lot of accurate firepower, even. Yeah. If you get yeah. the traces off, it's true. Yeah, and then and, and if you don't, if you don't, it just means that they had to shoot at the C-95s while your four X-wings jetted them. Mm. So, yeah, uh, resistance uh, also mostly sad times. Uh, um, we see Finn. 85.7%. Surprisingly mm. unpopular, uh, but he is apparently a big deal. Uh, and a big deal that a lot of people have forgotten about. Mm. Uh, we see Jess and Bastion being quite good, 77 and 68%, and the Black Squadron Ace at 64 Isn't uh, it mostly from the same list? It's Bast- Bastion, Jess, Finn... Like that, uh, five yeah, ship. they're there, but you can see if you look at somebody like Rose, she's not really close. And actually, usually it's the Red Squadron expert with them, and it's not that good, but perhaps there's some of them that put the Black Squadron in. I don't know. New Temen also doing well. Uh, notable Poe 41.6, Ray 42.5, and they are taking up a lot of the lists, like Poe's. Mm-hmm. Old Poe is in 32% of the list. Ray is in a quarter of the lists. Not doing it. All the A-Wings, only Sefton is is sort of barely good. Merle, barely good, but around the 50% mark, all four of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, But 
high representation, so people are sort of hanging on a little bit to the A-wings, where they mm-hmm. should probably let go now. Mm-hmm. Or I did. <laughs> yeah, true. And then we have Scum. I think uh, there's a few things to note on Scum. One of them is how much variety we see. Mm-hmm. Uh, not necessarily a lot of pilots. I mean, most chassis has one or two pilots that is being played. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a lot of different chassis are being used for a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, notable here is that Boba Fett is now only in about 18% of scum lists. And his performance is like average. It's like eh, mm-hmm. around 50%. So I don't know. Maybe Boba is finally fair, or maybe people are just taking a little break, and we, he will be back and tell us how Slave One will always be broken. Aren't they know. just going to the separatists? It could instead? also be that all the Boba players are playing <laughs> dual fire sprays over at the separatists, yeah. <laughs> exactly, la- laughing and saying, "Look, now I can have force on both of them." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, and a bonus attack also. Right, and yeah. free target locks. Who needs rerolls? I don't know. That might be the case. Uh, very well, could be. Uh, <laughs> the second most popular fire spray, by the way, is Emon because bombs are cheap, so everybody's trying to fly Emon, and they're not. It's not working out for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I said something to that effect on a on a stream the other day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what surprised me here is uh, the Carthel Spacer. Um, it's only in 10% of scum lists and its performance is not that good. So, but we do see them at the top of quite a few events still. Yeah, yeah. But it just means that some get through, but a lot of people just die off in the salt mines flying spacers at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the only way because it sort of have to offset, right? That if, if we see some go to the top, then somebody has to go to the bottom as well if you have to end up around yeah. 50%. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of pilot choices in Scum, and super good. Apart from what I will now call the Nicholas Four, um, we see strong performances from Fallon, 62%, Alop, 60%, Nomlom, 66%, Sivo, 62%, Suvio, 65%, Nim, 61%, Sol Sixa, 66%, right? Again, a bomber, two bombers, Nim and Sol Sixa, right? But there are also mm-hmm. others that are doing quite badly that people are trying, like Han, 40%, Pen Rao, 37%, Ketsu, 38%, Sirisu, 30%, Dengar, 43%. So, mm-hmm. But a lot of variety in what people play, and they do play it a lot. Um, 96 scum lists, so that is almost 20%. That is as much as the Rebels, and mm-hmm. more than anybody else, I think. And finally, the separatists. Uh, that's also very, very, very strange. In the sort of traditional separatist pieces, we see the um, the bombardment drone at seventy one percent. That does well. And otherwise, it's like well, the numbers are high, but that's because the faction average is high. So, apart from that bombardment drone, the outstanding pieces here are the more AC things, <laughs> like Grievous at fifty eight. Janko at 64. Sam at 65. Uh, Sunfak, 67. Right? Mm-hmm. That's where it's at. And then there are a few people who still fly drones, and there's a dot mole, one or two of them in there, and a bombardment drone in there, and that's that's about it. 
of these pilots, there's one under 50%. Yeah, and that's mole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm not saying that all of a sudden the Trade Federation drone has gotten bad. No. Uh, I don't think it has. Um, the Techno Union bomber is the the drone is 58. The Techno Union bomber is 54. I mean that's fine, but we usually see them higher. Um, mm -hmm. And I think perhaps it's a combination of I, I I do believe that there is a lot of scum players moving over, who are used to flying fire sprays. Uh, I also think that there are some of the separatist players are saying, oh. I can fly double fire spray now and it's legal because I've actually been a separatist player all along. So I can also look yeah. myself in the mirror. But if you look <laughs> at the participation over here, right? 45% of separatist lists have yeah. a Django. 41% have a Sam. 30% have a Trade Federation drone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... That is ridiculous. That. And they don't really pair that well. So, no. <laughs> and we also have the all bomber spam. We know that. That's probably... Yeah. Isn't it the... Is it the Techno Union bomber? Is that the expensive one of them? I think it is. That's the one that can drop forward. That's the one you use in, mm -hmm. in Proxmine spam. Um, mm. Yeah. But Sunfact 67. Good times. Yeah. Good times, yeah. But so, I, yeah. No, sorry, sorry. No, I think I Finish think up. That, I up. think that is it. Uh, I hope yeah. I did that reasonably quickly. Yeah. Boop. Boop. So, Ed. Yeah. Next topic. <clears throat> you have a fun fact for us, or or a fact? I have a fact. You decide if it was fun or not. Okay. Uh, this we this uh, episode it's just a monologue. You don't get to uh, get a question. Anyway, okay. Um, we have some historical parallels in these theme pa packs that uh, will release this March. We will get bundle packs for the following ships: A wings, B wings, Tie interceptor, Tie defender. Hawk and a Y-Wing. I could have been reading this in the beginning of March 2014 because <laughs> re-release ACES packs in X-Wing 1.0 were the following. March uh, 2014, Imperial ACES, which was a double interceptor uh, expansion pack. And that was just before wave four of, uh, of X-Wing 1.0. September 2014, Rebel Aces uh, was a pack of A-Wings and B-Wings, just after Wave 4 release. Wave 6, February 2015, we got the most wanted expansion pack, uh, which was uh, uh, close to launch of, uh, of the Scum and Villainy uh, faction, which had uh, two handlers and a Y-Wing and yeah. also had cards for Fire Spray and Hawk. June 2016, Imperial Veterans TIE Bomber and De TIE Defender just after Wave 8 release. Yeah. So, 
all of the ships uh, in the coming expansion uh, bundle packs uh, were actually in bundle packs in version 1.0. Which is why I'm going to have three different paint jobs on defenders and four on interceptors. Yep. Yeah, I think it'll be four. Yeah. yeah, it's it's the normal one, it's the blood stripe, it's the red one, and then it's the new one. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so I will have uh, my B wings. It is that the same? First B wing. Oh, that's B wing. Two point B wing, and now the fourth B wing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, the Aces B wing was different. How was that different? Uh, Just the uh, pink red, right? Different dots. Original one was blue, the other one was red. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it was reversed for the A Wings. <clears throat> yeah. It was this Fortnite's uh, fun fact. That Amazing. was fun. That was a good fun fact. Yeah. It was. It was a fun fact. Is Sun is Sun Fact a fun fact? No, he's not. It's getting late. You can hear that now. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so should should we start closing this out and go to shoutouts? I think that's a good idea. Yep. Let's um, start with a guest yeah. host streaming specialist of the, of the Thule Media Empire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would perhaps like to do a shout out to all of the uh, amazing fourteen well actually thirteen players, uh plus myself that decided to join the weather mode that we've been able to stream. Uh, I would actually like to do a special shout out to Sikibjarki who just sent me a rather uh, lovely message uh, thanking me for organizing the tournament and I would like okay. to thank him in return for having made a excellent show of it in two streamed games uh, <laughs> <laughs> taking the, the thermal detonators on the chin in the last one you know <laughs> and uh, well, uh, I guess it's not kosher to shout out to you guys uh, for, you know, again, giving me this... Oh, it's super kosher. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we take it. Yeah, so, take it, yeah. again, th 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 thank you again. Great. Awesome. Yeah. You're welcome. I practically yeah. spend more time with you than I do with these guys now <laughs> since we started streaming. And uh, I am very grateful to to your commentary because oh uh, yeah, it, but I, I love commentating with you. It uh, yeah. it certainly makes it more interesting than me watching the dice and going, it's a hit <laughs> and a crit. You know? <laughs> so it is a, it is a bit sad and lonely to commentate a game by yourself. Yeah, yeah, you you need a partner to like yeah, yep. absolutely yeah. get some banter going. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And so, next one. Uh, Jan, you want to do a shout-out? Yeah, uh, I want to shout-out uh, my pink boys, and I think this time I should especially shout-out Rune, who came to me the other day, or he came to our chat group and was like, hey, uh, I was thinking about learning that TTS, because I hear that's what the young ones play. <laughs> and, I, and I taught him Vassal, like, just before it stopped being popular, so... Uh, I was like, yeah, okay, well, come on, I'll I'll teach you. And he brought the same goddamn list, uh, which we call uh, the Corona Twins. 
uh, because it contains, you know, Luke, Leia, and then Kyrell. <laughs> so it's technically Corona and the twins. Uh, and last time I brought Fangang and he just dice-locked his way into... I wouldn't say he dice-locked his way into a victory. He probably would have won, but it was a crazy pushover game. And yeah. this time I brought, you know, a lot and three Jedis and it was pretty much the same thing. So so that's how it works. Uh, Yen shows up to teach Rune about the new thing. Rune beats Yen into submission. And that's the end. <laughs> so, uh, but thank you for that, Rune. And uh, he has since become an expert and started, you know, fiddling around with mods and stuff. So uh, now you have something to teach me. Um, so, yeah. Amazing. I guess that's it for me. So, uh, Ed? Yep, I'd like to shout out to, of course, our, our uh, Nexus crew, and everybody I played against in Vetra uh, mods, and especially to Frey, who knocked me out of out of it. And then I'll shout out to Jan. Jan? No. Great. <laughs> Jasper. <laughs> oh, I should not. I I shouldn't have said anything. I was so happy inside it. Yeah, <laughs> I love you, man. Oh, I'm happy again now. <laughs> so yeah, I have a single shout out now. Uh, I want to shout out. Uh, it, it's a little pluck along the way. Uh, so tomorrow, tomorrow evening, I am playing an exhibition game on the Fearless Kandarks uh, Twitch page. So I want to shout out them along with the Singapore crew who reached out to me to play a game. Nice. So that's going to be fun. So that's going to be streamed tomorrow night. So, tomorrow evening. So, 10 o'clock uh, GMT. So, so they have adopted their timing to you? Yeah, pretty much. That's nice of them. Yeah. I mean, when you play with such people, you should, you deserve to have to be up in the middle of the night. Yeah. At, at 10? Okay, so this will be in the past, probably, for the people listening to yeah, the podcast. Yeah, for, for people listening. For, for people, people watching on Twitch, it will be soon. I hope the, the editor really needs also to get his work cycle up. Uh, so, I mean, it can take three yeah. days to, to render a no. podcast. I mean, you gotta you you got to be a little tougher on them, I think, Gisli. Yeah, yeah, I think so, too. And uh, it's the episode is really already out there, so yeah, you can say that. true, true. And uh, but also a special thanks to all our the the viewers who, on you know five minutes notice, joined us on stream tonight. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is something we will continue to do. Uh, I would say preparing the podcast even with the minimum amount of visuals I had going on here was um, mm -hmm. a little bit more time consuming than usual um, mm. but uh, but yeah maybe um, if people are if people are interested but at least uh, uh, thanks for those who followed you're great mm -hmm. and um, do come back for that final game I I expect at some point we will start uploading our games to YouTube as well, at least you know some of them, mm -hmm. um, those that are worth watching. So those that don't have you know like me or Gisli or somebody in them. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yeah. yeah, 
could I add one thing, actually? Sure. Absolutely. It's uh, related to the veteran mode. Uh, we only have one game left, the final. Uh, we haven't quite decided. Uh, I've, uh, I, I talked a little bit to Freyr about it, but I've yet to hear Fleener whether it will be this weekend or what's probably more likely at this point uh, next Tuesday. But we will mm -hmm. be streaming it. And I've sort mm -hmm. of made the unilateral decision that it will be uh, 90 minutes. Uh, not the full two hours and not 75 minutes, but 90 minutes. Just to That's see how that's... a very, very unilateral decision. Perhaps, uh, actually, perhaps all X-Men games should be 90 minutes. Yes, uh, the, the, I kind of... With I've, the squad size going up. I've, I've kind of been sort of thinking about that time length uh, just for regular games, and I kind of want to use the opportunity since I am sort of the dictator of this uh, tournament to see how mm -hmm. how a 90-minute game, uh, if it has any differences. Of course, with a sample size of one, it won't give any definitive answers, uh, but it's... Yeah. I think it's a, I think it's a happy medium at least between you know having a final that's I think two hours is way too long for a final. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's I silly. Think. It's silly for the final to be significantly different from the rest of the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I but but at the same time, I do understand that you know it might be handy to have a slightly longer final, you know, to give it slightly more weight. And I think ninety minutes yeah. is a pretty good. Uh, I think perhaps we should just go to ninety minutes in the cut or something. It's it, it's just that the it's weird that the final itself is is special that yeah. way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, but it, uh, it may it makes sense to just give more time to cut. But Stephen, but anyway, uh, that is very very Vader of you to make this unilateral. <laughs> well, I've altered the deal. Pray I will not alter it any further. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fantastic. <laughs> Uh, but also, okay. uh, uh, one more plug for that game. I'm just going to yeah. say brother against brother. Yeah. Separatist yes. against scum. Okay, mm. scum, scum and separatist scum against each other. It's going <laughs> to yes. be great. Exactly. Yeah. So we're going to see five. Um, what are we going to see, actually? Wait a minute. Uh, the the three fearless uh, predators. Oh, it's separatist against separatist. Sorry, it, it's separatist against separatist. It's the fearless it... predators droid uh, thingy uh, with the hyena bomber and uh, vulture. Or is it a? Yeah, it's a super interesting separatist list with like three yeah. three of the uh, uh, fearsome predator, uh, yeah. elusive uh, tri fighters, and then mm -hmm. two named. Uh, the coordination uh, bomber thingy dingy with Kraken and DF311 that throws around calculates. They both have struts mm -hmm. versus sort of Janko Sam. Uh, yeah. Double fire. Mostly as we know them. So, mm -hmm. so it's an all cis final, but none of the things are swarms. Not real swarms. Yeah. So, and no Nantexes or anything like that. So. There's no Nantexes and there's no sort of drone things that are just going yeah. crazy. Mm -hmm. Very, very interesting. Um, and also, uh, just a quick tease, and I'm not going to say much about it, but uh, Stabi and I also have been talking about uh, a separate, uh, very streaming-related project. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Gisli and Ada, we haven't told you about it yet. <laughs> it's okay. it's still in the concept stage. It's a little secret, but it <laughs> will be amazing if we if we go through that. Like the Stonecutter okay. episode of The Simpsons. It's a secret. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm intrigued. Anyways, bye. 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 Bye.